Tundra Talk is brought to you by Frontier Outfitters and Century Hardware, your locally owned source for hunting, fishing, and shooting gear in interior Alaska. They sell proven gear that will tackle whatever Alaskan tasks you need it to, and Frontier always stays current with gear for the season. Whether you're baiting bears in the spring, fishing, camping, or dip netting in the summer, you're looking for game bags and moose camp gear in the fall, uh, if you need to stock up on trapping lures or just get everything you need to go ice fishing, they've got you covered. They always carry a wide variety of Alaskan-proven clothing and boots, camping gear, meat processing supplies, guns, ammo, reloading and shooting supplies, as well as camping gear and backpacking food. Downstairs in Century Hardware, you'll find a full hardware store naturally, and uh, you'll also find your snow machine, ATV, marine accessories down there. They go out of their way to stock plenty, plenty of quality, useful equipment. And whether you're gearing up for a hunting or fishing trip, working on a never-ending home improvement project, or anything in between, it's usually a one-stop shop. Frontier Outfitters is located on 3rd and Old Steese in Fairbanks, and they have a second location in North Pole, so make sure you stop in next time you need to gear up. This episode of Tundra Talk is also brought to you by Hedgecock Group Realtor Rick Lindsay, a guy that can take care of just about any of your real estate needs in the Fairbanks area. Now, the Hedgecock Group has been in Fairbanks North Pole real estate market since the early 80s, and their service is tailored to meet the diverse needs of home buyers in interior Alaska. Now, Rick has lived in Fairbanks for a long time and understands a lot of the less obvious ins and outs of buying and selling property around here. You know, things like water holding tanks and permafrost and all that jazz. Fairbanks is a really unique place to live, and having a realtor that knows what to look for in a quality place can make all the difference. Rick's a Marine Corps veteran and will work hard to get you exactly what you need. And if you're looking to buy or sell real estate in the Fairbanks or North Pole area, reach out to Rick at 907-378-6780. And go check out his Instagram at R-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-113 at rlindsey113. He's really a passionate outdoorsman. He's just like us. He's one of us. And he loves to share his adventures on there. And he's got a pretty a pretty nice cranker of a ram that I'm jealous of. So go check him out. That's how you do it. Welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. I'm Tyler Friel. It's sitting here at the end of a depressing moose season with uh, Dr. Frank Schultz, um, our our Russian correspondent, mm. and uh, and Brett Turbik. That is how you say your last name. You crushed Turbik. it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The first time I saw it, I thought uh, for some reason I had went dyslexic and thought it was like Trebek or like. I've only heard that a thousand times in my life. <laughs> oh, no, shit, really? I thought you were going to say it like a couple times. I'm like, oh, that's surprising. <laughs> I, uh, I've heard suck at Trebek no less than a thousand times. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, well, you're, you're kind of like long-time listener, first-time caller. That's exactly you, right, yeah. Because uh, when we met, it was Mark Roanhorse introduced us. Yep. And he had been listening to the podcast for a while and somehow hadn't killed himself or 
gotten in trouble, but well, yeah. yeah. And a lot of it was listening, you know, out of state. Cause I lived in Colorado at the time and was really excited about coming up to Alaska. And well, shoot, even before I found out I was going to move up here, I'd still listen to this podcast. And so it was really, uh, really neat to get up here and lo and behold, you know, we're, uh, we were going to church together for what, you know, six months before I actually met you. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, small That's world. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Colorado. Yeah. 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 A lot more opportunity up here than Colorado, huh? Yeah, there is. And I thought Colorado was great, you know, having grown up in Michigan, um, you know, where you get basically like two, two weeks of a deer season and, right. and that's about it. Maybe you draw a bear tag every five years or something. So, you know, being able to chase muleys and uh, whitetails and uh, muleys and all that uh, elk, you know, that was great. But now we can do it all year round. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Awesome. The fun you know, never ends. I don't know. I mean, growing up down there, every time I go back, it's just like there is just infested with people. That's for sure. Like, I think yeah. there's more people in the city of Colorado Springs than there are in the state of Alaska. That so. doesn't surprise me That's at all. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Jeez. Yeah. Well, good luck, man. <laughs> they all get it's awesome. They got to go somewhere, right? And hopefully yeah. they just stay there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't come here. It's no fun. It's cold. <laughs> it's very cold. It's winter. No, but he's been doing pretty good for, for himself. Um, but we figured we had to have someone come over and talk who actually killed something. Yeah, this fall. So, are you? You're not a resident yet. Obviously. No, I am. Oh, yes. you are a resident. Yes. Okay. Yep. When yep. did you get your residency? So back in uh, the end of May in okay. uh, last year. So okay. Yeah, come May this year, I was uh, you know been here a year. So, yeah. so nice. we yeah right we met linked up this spring and kind of he he came out and set helped set bear baits and was kind of showing them the ropes of how to do that stuff and. Reading um, rivers and reading and rivers, running, running boats. You guys, yeah. you guys went for a rip. Thank you for grabbing stuff from my place. Appreciated. Yeah. It, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy how you know things can change so quickly up here when you know Man. you're expecting to go out and sit on a bear bait, and before you know it, you know you're having to run what three hours up river to yeah. possibly do a cabin rescue. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. That's no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. No, greatly appreciated. <laughs> but. That was an awesome learning experience too. Just getting out there and, and learning how to read the rivers. Actually, even you know, I'd done some bear hunting in Michigan, but I never set up my own bear baits or anything like mm-hmm. that. So that was a heck of an education. Is that so. spot stock down there? Or how does that work down there? No, in Michigan it is baiting. Oh, it is baiting. Um, okay. But I've got a really awesome grandfather who uh, who baited up bears for us, and nice. And, uh, we'd, right we'd, on. We'd be able to go up there and, and hunt them whenever we drew a tag. So. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a little, it's a little different. I mean, and obviously it's a totally different place, but it's a little different when you're, you know, got to branch out and do, do the stuff yourself, you know, well, just like driving a boat, you could ride in a boat for years and years, but if you're not paying attention to like what's going on and why, um, yeah, you just or don't she, pick it up. All those subtleties that you would point out there that I would, had never been paying attention to for sure. That yeah. Was, like, like when you start to see those, the water rippling in certain spots, um, you know, they would kind of signify a little bit shallower water, like a gravel yeah. bar going right there. So, yeah, lots of awesome information from that. Yeah, yeah. Did you buy a boat? I did. <laughs> you did. That's a little bit of a sore subject at would this you, point. What did you buy? Um, so it was a uh, uh, Phantom Sport, John. Okay. Does it have the Eco, EcoBoost in no. it? No. Okay, good. Um, it has... Garbage motor. It had the 210 Optimax, but... First time I had it out on the... Which is uh, another one that sometimes has issues. This one did. Um, yeah, we took it 40 miles um, 
downriver and then 30 mi- 39 miles back and all of a sudden the the motor started knocking real hard. Oh man, at least you made it 30 <laughs> miles back. I was thinking, oh man, 40 no, miles downriver is bad news. That was we were very thankful for that. Well, and you guys yeah. had another boat, didn't you? Yeah, we had another boat and then my buddy was able to hook us up and bought a half a mile an hour going Which, up hey, river, but going beats up going river. downstream. <laughs> that is, that's a fact. So Jeez. Huh. Yeah, some wild experiences this year already for sure. Yeah. Have you what have you done with the boat since? Um, so the boat's at a shop in town here, and they uh, they have a motor that's been uh, shipped up here from from PA. Yeah, and uh, so hopefully it's going to get installed here over the next couple. Is weeks. it something that you bought had warranty on it, or was it's gone like you're putting a brand new engine in it? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a little bit more to it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, yeah. so. Um, you know, just loved listening to you guys talk about all the, you know, the boating and everything that you guys would do to really get out there and uh, get into more austere locations quite quickly with that. And, and it fired me up to get a boat. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. kind of daunting once you go out in the river in Alaska on a boat and you're like, if I break down, like, then what? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Then you call somebody yeah. and you're like, hopefully you got buddies that have airplanes. <laughs> yeah. I've called yeah. people with airplanes before and been like, man, we need some parts. <laughs> Come bring them to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. We just got a boat on Sunday. <clears throat> you did? Yeah. What'd you get? Got a Sprint. Uh, sprint. So it's like a welded 18-foot okay. tunnel haul. It's got a 115, 97 Johnson 115 on it. There you go. I took it for a rip. Works. It rips. Got nice. a really nice new trailer. Good. Um, I got to do some adjustments because the trailer wasn't for the for that particular boat. But enclosed? Is it enclosure for it? It's got a windshield and uh, like a door through the middle, okay. and then it's oh, got nice. a canopy on the top, but okay, not good. the sides. All right. So you can I get mean, those sides made for pretty cheap. I think they're like four or five hundred bucks for the sides. It's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to run it for a little bit first before I do anything to it. You know, I mean, I've had it in the, you know, I went and met this guy at the China and took it for a rip. Yeah. He gave me the breakdown on it and it's an older boat. It's been used, but mm-hmm. I think we got a pretty good deal on it. And It's got a jet unit on it or a prop? It's got a jet, but it has okay. a prop lower okay. as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he said that the guy that owned it before him, they would take, it's doable enough that they would take the jet and the prop. Mm-hmm. And they'd whether it be where it takes we're going shallow and then it gets deeper or right. we're going deeper and then we want to go up shallow they just pull over and pull the lower unit off and switch them out and yeah. change nice. change it up <laughs> yeah so I thought that was cool yeah and I've never actually done like swapped them before I've been told that like if you're buying a new motor and you want to do that buy the prop and then it's easier to like convert a prop to a jet, to a jet than it is than to, it is to vice versa, versa. yeah <clears throat> but. I don't this know where all the cable, the link, this like linkages doesn't, go and stuff. This has just got one look. Like, like, it looks like a drive shaft and a and a like a linkage arm is all it looks like to me. Is all the prop lower looks like? Yeah, exactly. So, huh? To me, it's just like five, six bolts, whatever it is, to hooks the lower unit on and hooking that linkage up up inside there, which didn't. I mean, he said they had it down to like half and under half an hour on a river bank so oh figure, nice that ain't bad if i can yeah. do it in the yard a few times and just like swap them out and like just kind of get used to doing it you know that uh, it should be doable yeah so i don't know we'll see um, yeah pre-mix all stuff I or won't. does it have a pump 
it has a pump, but it's been passed, so it's all premix everything. He's like, basically, this thing's been gone through. They they made like an aftermarket fuel pump because the the you know they have a diaphragm in them. Those diaphragms were like notorious for tearing, and then they made yeah. some aftermarket one that's like super skookum that won't go, and it has that put in it, and it's been bypassed with oil and yeah, <clears throat> nice. So he said, start looking. He's like, guys that run these things love them. But they have like three of them in their shed. Yeah, and for they just parts. like swap parts out all the time. Which I that guy never called me back. We ran into yeah. one guy at a boat launch who had like the exact same motors, my old one, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Hey, you want another one of those?" Because <laughs> it, you know, yeah. just for parts. And never I just me found back one though. with one look on Craigslist. I found one in Anchorage for a hundred bucks, and I was like, "Shit!" Air, just airland that thing. Yeah, just have it. Have it airlanded up here. Drug right up here. So, yeah, which, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll which, see if it's still on there. I might be going down there for Thanksgiving, and if so, I'll just go and grab it if it's still for sale. Nice. Yeah. Well, this time of year's this time of year's to be a good, good time to be a buyer. Well, that's just <laughs> yeah. it. Is we've just been you know waiting and waiting and waiting all summer for this, and ironically, the first time this guy was contacted about this boat was in June, in the beginning of June. <laughs> And now here it is. It was in the first week in October we ended up getting the same boat, you know. Hmm. But it was really what we want, you know, like I don't want too no, big. You I took don't want your time. too small. We we looked over a lot of stuff, but most stuff is just like ridiculously overpriced. Like people are just so proud of what they have. Oh, and yeah. I guess in a place like Fairbanks you can be because what other choices do you have? You know, it's like there's not a whole lot of stuff out there yeah. that people are looking to get rid of. But I have been noticing lately a lot of like, oh, we'll trade for Tundra. We'll trade for yeah. two sleds, blah, blah, You know, everybody's in that, oh, shit, we have snow now. I want to, you know, sled. We were up at the cabin last weekend. It was just dumping. The ride out sucked so bad, just dumping snow. Like, you can't not have your head out looking. Yeah. You know, and you're just getting Oh, my eyes, try it again? My eyes burned so bad that night when we got back from just like two hours of snow just driving into my eyes. Take the oh, old real snow goggle. Well, I would trick. have brought snow goggles <laughs> had I known that we were going to be getting three and a half inches of snow on my ride Did you out. winterize your boat already? Yeah, I fired it up and ran it. Made sure there was no water in it. <laughs> dry in the yard. <laughs> We were going to go this weekend, were and then you? I was just like, ah, it's, it's too cold. I winterized mine last week. I was like, I'm going to take it out anymore. What do you do? So I take off all the, the water pump inlets that go to the motor, and then I dump a negative 100 an, uh, RV antifreeze down it. Yeah. And then on the inboards, we have a heat exchanger. Yeah. Um, so take the heat exchanger caps off and blow all the water out the tubes, dump RV antifreeze. Anywhere there's going to be water, you dump RV antifreeze in yeah. there. Sand trap, everything. You don't do anything to yours, dude. That's what I was just like. I just ran it and no, it blew I, out whatever water I pretty was in much, there. I was like, that's done. It's I pretty much. winter. <laughs> I pretty yeah. much just, I crack my uh, power trim relief valve. Yeah. So that, like, if there's any moisture in the power trim, it won't break your. Yeah, gotcha. It won't break over the winter and get cause a leak, but. Just no, like, I pretty much just don't. I just pretty much dump all my all my gas out. Take all my gas out. Yeah, if it hasn't broken right now already, it's been like it didn't even get above twenty something degrees today. Yeah. Right, shit's frozen. Like if it's not broken right now, it's not gonna break even when it gets down to colder. You know, yeah. Yeah. water only freezes so much, so hard. Yeah. You know? No, I gotta pull my gas <laughs> and my battery and park the thing. That's all. I just pulled but. the battery and pulled all the shit out of it, and it literally has just been sitting all summer. And shit was just like. 
by the time I got it, stuff was frozen on the deck of the boat and stuff. So I was just like chipped all the shit out and brought it in the garage. And it's pretty done. easy to run the RV and three free steels. You they have these muffs that go around the the lower the unit. In, the in, yeah, yeah. And you just hook it up to a like a bilge pump. Yeah. And you just fill up a five gallon bucket for full of RV antifreeze and then turn on your bilge pump and turn on the motor and it sucks it through the system and you know shoots it out. But what kind of boat do you have, Connor? I have a 18 foot Almar light with a okay. 302 in it. So a little heavier than your guys's, but it's got some power to it. Yeah, it's a beast. Yeah, yeah, but I think I could manhandle this boat by myself if I had to. I can move it around. I got the old. This river's like the China. This is just like the China. And I was like, all right, I'll stop making suggestions. And I sat down. And that was five <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> wait, wait, let me see that. Let me see that. I, let me guess where the... If you can tell me exactly where that is, I'll shit my pants. I'll right, give you a is hint. It, is it right out in front of the, the upper, the pike slough? No. It's right above a very specific cabin. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> the wheels are turning. You haven't gotten stuck in yours, have you? Oh, is it no. the, no, the yellow yet. and red one? Like the, oh, my, Just I, married. Oh god! Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, that spot's been bad this year, man. Like well, the whole thing was just been super shallow, except for like a tiny little. Well, this was sticking out; it was dry, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, he sees that!" <laughs> Wham! I was like, "Guess not." <laughs> oh, you were with the guy when you were. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was Rob. Rob's boat. Oh, it's Rob's. Boat. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, I guess the first one, the in front of that one sloop, because I. One, I mean, Faith got stuck there one year. Yeah, like it had been high and then dropped way down. And I've never seen it like this. And there was before. a gravel bar right in, right in the middle there. And I mean, before you know it, you're like sitting over two inches of water, forty yards from any floatable. Yeah, you know, in my boat, luckily, you just back it off. But yeah. I got some. I got a rock stuck in my reverse gate linkage. Oh. And I and that was my old motor and slipped the gears in my bot in my gearbox, which I'd done before. So it's like, all right, take this thing apart and reset them. When I'm taking the gearbox apart, I snap my starter in half. Oh, oh no. shit! Yeah, and oh. I didn't know how to hotwire it at the time, so I had to call. I got a hold of Jerry, and he went and picked up a new starter and had to run it up to me. It took like five minutes to fix. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So is when are you getting the engine swapped on yours? Is that happening this winter sometime? Well, so yeah, it's supposed to be happening over the next couple of weeks. Oh, right on. There's also been some issues. It sounded like they originally got a 200 Optimax rather than a 210, and then they had to basically send it back and send oh, a 210 shit. out here. Oh, this has man. been a this. I mean, that motor blew up. I think it was May, right? Yeah, at the end of May. So this is, and really, it won't. That two hundred won't fit in there, will it? No, and again, it doesn't, like won't everything won't I line am up. No yeah. mechanical genius, but uh, yeah, well, I'm just assuming two, that that's yeah, what the deal is. Yeah, uh, will, will be the only one that works. Yeah, so. um, and then they got the two ten in, but I guess there's it didn't come with a bunch of new parts. So now that they have those, uh, so well, some new stuff coming for it too, and then they're going to get it installed. So right on. Yeah, but that kind of uh, shot a lot of plans 
uh, down this year. Thankfully, I've got a good friend who let me borrow his boat a few times. Hmm. Um, So that got us out there for for yeah. Because you got you you guys got a few a couple bears, right? Yep, yep. It just I mean it worked perfect. We had a bear on that that one bait that I was telling you about within an hour and a half of setting it, and there has never been a bait there before. Awesome. But but then two of them never got two of them never got touched either. So black bears. Yeah, black bears. A friend and I ended up setting a few of them out there together and. That's cool to like, you keep, you like, figure out why one of them worked and why one of them never, you know, the other two never did. And you don't ever have to go back to those two spots and you just go pick three more spots or whatever and like just start feeling it out until you got a few that are just kicking ass. Yeah. And, and that was what the thing was about this one is, um, man, we probably had five, at least five different black bears coming in there and there was two, two grizzlies coming in there too. So, um, Pretty, I would say that yeah. was successful Absolutely. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting pictures of grizzlies was really stinking cool yeah. for me. So nice. That's cool. That you took the time to go find a spot and you know, outside of town, and that's. I mean, that's more than what most people do. So mm. yeah, but it paid off for you. But you know? a lot of the same things that you know you guys talked about on this podcast, like looking for those outside bends and rivers where the prevailing winds go, and how like different yeah. types of scents that we're setting out there, and um, all of those things really, when done, actually work. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, very very successful, I would say. And we got some got some bear meat in the freezer. That's yeah, that's good yeah. too. So I was thinking about it the other night, and I was like. I'm going to start doing bear baits, but just putting a camera up is the lucky I have with cameras. Yeah. They just get chewed up. Every single camera I put up just gets eaten by bears. I'm like, wonder if I could just put cameras out and not even any bait and just kind of like <laughs> see if they handle can. them a little bit and just see if I get bears to come in, <laughs> chew on my cameras and use, use cameras for bait. <laughs> That's funny. Do you oh, wear man. gloves when you're putting your cameras on? Oh, yeah. Do you? Well, I used to yeah. until it didn't matter. And they chewed up anyway, so I just was like, well, I don't have to waste my time with that anymore well i'll typically put it you know i would never fuck around with a bait or any like especially stink bait and then touch Touch the camera you know yeah it's typically and the guy that deals with the camera is not handling any of that shit trying but then it's like you put them 10 feet up a tree and the first picture you get is is an eyeball (laughs) that's literally the luck that i'm (laughs) having is like okay well i'll put them up the tree where they can't get them. They just climb right up and chew them off the tree. Hmm. Just cameras in general, like <clears throat> the one at Moose Camps, every, like... Bear rips them down. Bear it's rips like, them down, or they're not working. Hell. Yeah. We did get pictures of that one, that one bull was nasty. Did you see that one? Mm-mm. Oh, man. We see some cool moose. Got just pictures of see them. pictures so of them. cry really? every night. <laughs> <laughs> Until next season. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my so, god! Jeez! Holy cow! Like he's not huge, palm or paddle wise, but is look at those his brows. That's his brows. Oh my god! I think that there. I was like looking at it oh, for like hours. I've spent looking at the picture, and I think that it, those are like twenty-eight to thirty inches or more sticking out on in front, front of, of his, his head. head yeah. You know? Jeez! <clears throat> That'd be cool if you could find those sheds. It would be super cool. I just don't know where they go though. Yeah. When they, haul out of there yeah i don't know yeah yeah it was uh man our like our moose hunt started out was like oh this this how it is this kid yeah it started out just like normal yeah everything was awesome we went out there and uh we pretty much just got camp 
set up. I mean, it was. It took us a little while to get out there. It was like six o'clock, maybe. I don't know. It was. By the we time got, we had the tent set up, we got set tent up. set up and yeah. camp set up, and he was digging the shitter. And I've also I hear this bull like just ripping stuff up, like less than could tell he was less than a mm-hmm. mile away, and so I got all excited and He's told yelling you, at me. You're like. Yeah. Got my dad with a rifle first, and then started yelling at me because I'm just yeah, he's back there <laughs> shoveling. shoveling away. Like, well, yeah, digging away, and I hear, whoosh, 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 and I'm like, what's that noise? I'm like looking around behind me. <laughs> then I look up, and Tyler's going like this. Tyler Moose coming! Holy shit! Already. I was like, man, he must hear me digging the shithole. Oh man, yeah, or he'd just been like pounding the. Stakes the into, stakes the, into tent. the tent, yeah. the table, and yeah, he settled down for a while. But that then we're like, why would we like walk away from moose to go moose hunting? Moose hunting. So we just <clears throat> called and broke out the chairs and started broke out setting. the chairs and waited. And yeah, eventually he fired back up and was like, I mean, it was like normal. It's like, that's that's how they're supposed to act. And mm-hmm. he started firing off again and grunting. And it's like, well, it's it's not a good spot. Right there, but we walked what fifty yards from the tent. You could see back through this burnt timber, and it's like, well, we might as well call him, call him right in right here, here, and shoot him coming, and he's getting closer and closer. And that one video, I could, you could hear him grunting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your dad's just like, yeah, ready to go, ready. and. Uh, Yep, then could see him kind of like see a flat antlers coming through this thick patch timber and then closer and closer, and then I quit looking with my binos. He came in, he was like, I'd say he's like 60, 62 inches, something like that. It's beautiful. Nice bull. He had four and five brow points. He got close enough where I couldn't even like, the binos, his antlers were like sticking out of my 10 by 42s, you know. (laughs) He was like 60 yards he came into, that's where he hung up. And the best spot that I could see him, I dropped down on my knee, and I just had, like, a perfect opening, and I was just, like, perfect, like, yeah. hard shot, you know, or, like, go up a little bit and shoot him in the Because your lungs. dad's sitting right there with my you? My dad was right next to me, but he he's not gonna, he could, can't, like, squat down yeah. on the ground, and he was having trouble seeing. It was, like, super thick and shit. Yeah. There's a lot of leaves still, and no, he it. Yeah, he, he he hung up a little bit, up, and, and then, then he turned around and started looking. We started hearing another bull raking, and he turned around and was like facing the other bull. Oh, and then you broke out the yeah. Well, I had been holding up like one of them bull, like just head antler decoys, mm-hmm. and when he like st- when he stopped, and I figure, all right, well, he's coming. He's looking for another bull. As soon as he sees this, he's just gonna he's come just right gonna over. come right to us, and and it was perfect. I'm like, as soon as you get a clear shot, like. He's yeah. totally legal for you. Just fucking sack him. Do whatever you got to do. I don't care if you shoot him in the head, you know? Mm-hmm. Put him down. And then, uh, but yeah, he stopped and kind of turned towards that other bull and took a step or two. And then I took a few steps walking, like, parallel, like, down mm-hmm. the trail just, just to get him to, like, see the, make sure he was seeing the antlers. And he freaked. He didn't like that. just, like, boom. Like a rocket gone. He straight ran. away. You know, he only, he didn't run far, but he yeah. ran far enough so you couldn't see him anymore, right. and he wasn't coming. Didn't back. you guys bring a tri- one of those tripod stands? Yeah. He yeah. hasn't had that set up yet. Well, yeah, but it was not it was not <laughs> there like at camp. A mile, oh, away. we hunt like a camp, mile yeah. away from where we got gotcha. you from where we put up the tent. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Anything that you guys would have done differently, or is it just kind of just the nature just of the Just been like... Yeah, a hundred different things. I would have shot yeah. immediately. I would have just taken the rifle away and shot the thing and been like, notch my tag and on to another moose, you know? Yeah. You know, um, or, for one, or I was like, two, I should have like, I should have dropped back a hundred yards. Further away. Further away or you know, <clears throat> something mm-hmm. to try and draw him a little closer yeah, you know, but at the in the moment it was just like ah, well, I mean he'll, that sucks, but that's right cool. Over. We'll we'll get yeah, another. Just getting started, exactly. Yeah, so. yeah, <clears throat> you know, and then he just wasn't committing though, right? No, nah, I, mean, I like, would say he committed. He yeah. came into sixty yards. Yeah. You just can't. It's so thick you couldn't see him. Oh. I would say that's full commit. Yeah, you know, I mean he came from I would like at least, like around a mile away yeah. and just came, and the whole time that we were sitting there we didn't hear him. He was still walking at us because when we started hearing him again, he was close. He was like 150, 200 yards away. Right. And at that point, he was just fucking tearing shit up and grunting. And he was like making this coughing sound and like snorting, snorting and shit, like ripping shit up. Like he was ready to go, you know? And then till he wasn't. It was really strange. Has your dad ever heard a moose do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Where okay. I grew up, you know. Yeah. He's shot moose before. Okay. And, um We used to call him in during the the deer season all the time. We had a cow call that we'd go out at night on our camp, at our camp, and rip on the cow call. And then in the morning, there'd be, like, moose tracks all around <laughs> the outside of the camp That's where they'd awesome. come in at night. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's heard everything, all that shit before, and, and done it. Called him right in and everything, but yeah, still he's never hunted like that before. Right, like in a go out and stay somewhere for what's supposed to be ten days. It turned into twelve or whatever it did because <laughs> yeah. we were just like, we're not leaving. Is not run out of food? Did you? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> we could still be there right now. <laughs> no, and then yeah, two nights later. Where he'd been calling, and then you climbed. He was up in the stand. You climbed up there, and oh shit, there's a big bull right there. Yeah, coming, and pretty much. I mean, he didn't make a peep till he was like 300 yards away, and you like Not you so. grunted, and then he started. He started glucking along pretty good. It's like, all right, well, here he comes. He's you know he's gonna come right up and shoot yeah. him. He and, was in. He was 300 yards when I saw him, and he came to what about 200 yards, but everything's like. Eight yeah. feet deep, you know? Yeah. So it's like you can see his head yeah, sticking out. Right. And, like, every once in a while you can see, like, part of his body. And it's like, okay, this is just like it always works. He'll come right in right here and you'll shoot him at 30 yards or 40 yards or whatever. And wide open, perfectly easy deal. And mm-hmm. I had no doubt that one was four and three, <clears throat> which made him made him legal for my dad. And, like, we had low seen it. 50s. Yeah, he, yeah, he was probably bowl. like a 50, 52-inch yeah. bull, something like that. Um, but at, like 45 minutes before that, we'd seen a cow. Oh. And she had like circled around. The only thing I can think of is that he, because he came like, she went this way and the wind was blowing like this. And he kind of like was coming in. And, I, and he basically stopped getting any closer as soon as he got to where the wind would have been. Like right. bringing that cow scent yep. to him, and he just was like in a straight line, like right where she went from, and he didn't even stop, like calling, doing all sort of shit. Excuse me, and he, I mean, he wouldn't even turn his head and like stop and like look <clears throat> back over at us. 
I he heard it's like I heard it's pretty hard to get those bulls off cows once they. Uh, it's hard to compete out. with a real moose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's in the past we've had that problem where we'll have one coming and we know that it's coming, and then you'll start hearing another bull, and then you hear this one if, instead of doing this. All of a sudden he's like going this way. Mm-hmm. It's like shit. Yeah, <clears throat> that's crazy. So. But and pretty much after, well, we went down, got down right at. Dark, I should have known the first the first night after that shit. And we didn't get that moose. It started raining. The tent started leaking. I woke up to like dripping right on my forehead, <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. "It's Arctic oven." Ugh. I use it a lot, and it just. Yeah. I went in and talked to him, and he was like, "Yeah, do you use it in the winter?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Use it a lot," and I was like, "Yeah, I use it quite a bit." Yeah. And he's like, "You gotta reseal these things if you're gonna use them a bunch." You seam seal inside and out. Yeah, at seam seal them. Yeah, at least you know once a year. And I was like, "Fuck, it's been a long time." Yeah, so. That's good to know. Figured it with figured it out. <laughs> tape, duct taped a trash bag inside <laughs> the box. Just shit, you know. But it's just like, oh man, is it gonna be like this? And sure, shit, the whole fucking trip. It's just <laughs> shit sandwich. Yeah, <clears throat> pretty much after that bowl, well, it was dark. Pretty much, I mean, almost dark. When we got down, and you like your dad started walking back. We packed up, walked back. You could steer it, still hear that bull just glucking away over there. It's like, yeah, Ugh. it's hard to walk away from. And we went, you know, because he kind of he kind of went a little closer to camp. Yeah, I mean, hard to explain it, but we had to walk by him basically to go to camp. And he's back off in the timber. I was pissed. I just got a big dead branch, and busted it over the tree a few t- like three times, and grunted a few times. And then you could hear him tearing back through the woods, coming to us. But it's like, well. Yeah, get like, the spotlight. This is great. You know? What are we gonna do? You know, I was like, so he comes right here, and like you can't see him. You know, to shoot him, I was like, what's the point? <clears throat> Will you guys have them stick around and then be able to call in um, the same bull two days in a row? Often, you would think you'd it... be able to, but it doesn't seem. It, it seems like it's always seems different. Like they're bulls. just constantly moving. Yeah, you know, especially in the rut there. Yeah, and yeah, after yeah. after yeah after that, like they just we. We'd he- I mean, there was maybe like one dead. Was, we usually have a dead spell. There's one dead spell, of maybe like three s- s- calling sessions in a row that we did that we didn't hear anything. But yeah. aside from that, almost every single time we called, we heard bulls, and they just wouldn't. And how many they times come in? We hunted. We actually like sat and called for four or five twenty six times, hours. maybe. I think it was twenty two times. Jeez! Wow! Yeah, That's you know, rough. we had one other bull because after a while, we're like, you, you, you know. At like seven thirty in the evening, it seems like about yeah, seven thirty like in the morning, seven thirty in the evening. You flip a switch, you'd hear one grunt a few times and maybe rake, and then that was it. Like they wouldn't, they wouldn't go back and forth with you like they normally do. Mm. And they, uh, so we're like, well, maybe we need to just switch to cow calling. So we switched to just cow calling for a while. And that one night, about what was the date that you guys are talking now? I mean, we started, started on the thirteenth, okay. okay. which is normally right when it's get, getting fired up, and uh, and I don't know, maybe it was like the seventeenth, eighteenth. We were calling. We normally shoot moose on the seventeenth or the eighteenth. Yeah, and we but we heard a bull start like doing a series, like grunting, like he's coming not far away. Um, I mean, like whatever half an hour before it was getting dark or 45 mm-hmm. minutes before it's like well here he comes and just cow call and you can hear him walk along the edge of that lake mm-hmm. 
And then you could hear him come up in the brush, like less than 300 yards away, antlers pushing through the brush. It's like, all right, well, he's going to come right up here and shoot him. And then you're like, there's one running across the backside of the because yeah. you can kind of see through the trees. Yeah, and I see this other one, like, moving fast, like, cruising along. And I was like, oh, man, what's going on here now? Something's and then this odd. one l- went running over there and started fighting. You know, you could hear, you could hear antlers, antlers and grunting. Awesome. In the fucking water, like, you can no hear their kidding. antlers, like, in underwater, like, hammering on each other and shit. I was Slushing like, around. son of a bitch. <laughs> That's cool. That would have been cool to see. That would have been cool to shoot both of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then but yeah, we just kept grinding normally. You know, you just keep at it; it'll it'll work out. But so it was just they just weren't acting normal this year. There's, no. a, I mean, it, was not, it wasn't like, a lack of moose for sure. But I heard that from a lot of people though that the moose just weren't acting normal this year. They weren't committing or weren't coming in or just hanging that, up in the trees. It's the or, same thing. I just talked to a guy today. He's like, "Oh yeah, man, we called a bunch of men. I shot this one, pulls out his phone, Joe. You know." The at Century, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh yeah, I got this one. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, they're responsive. There's moose all over the place. And mm. It's like, so I hear just as many people being yeah. like, oh yeah, it was totally normal. We called one right in and shot it, and blah blah blah. Just as many people say that as people that I'm hearing saying that nothing happened. Yeah. So know, or it, they it's just responsive. a weird. It's just a weird. You know, like I've heard guys saying, oh, it seemed like they were doing good between the tenth and the fourteenth, and then. Mm. But at the same time, it's like if if circumstances are a little different, and you shoot the first one that came in, like and we shoot pop the dump the first one the first night, dump the next one. Oh, moose season was great. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know. So no, I don't exactly. Just circumstantial, really. And I mean, it was it was literally like fucking turd sandwich all the way until the last fucking hour. Yeah, I mean, on the way out, first we lost the yeah. canoe from behind the trailer. My dad's hard of hearing, and he just kept driving. And I had to run and chase him. And then I got a fucking <laughs> hole in my boot. And so then I'm walking in water, fucking soaking wet all day. And, and then, then I f- fell on my knees and Tyler in fell the and water filled my his hip boots. fucking oh, hip no. boots up with water. And then I'm like, okay, finally, we're almost back. Pow! Fucking broken axle on the four wheel. Yeah, this fucking thing is swamped, just fucking buried <laughs> no. in a swamp. Broken axle, and your, I'm just like four wheeler. Yeah, we I'm got no, like, we got nothing to pull from. And we're like we're using our hook, and it's just so much like it's just pulling up stuff. Must have fought that for an hour, like oh, trying nice. to get it out of that one spot. And Tyler's running the hook, and I'm on the four. My dad finally is like, I'm just gonna start walking. You guys got this. I'm just making it worse. <laughs> so he takes off and starts walking. And I have to get off and, like, free spool Tyler, like, run it mm-hmm. out more, like, move. And then I'd lock it. And then I'd winch and fucking hammer on the machine some more. And I'm walking back. And I'm, I hear I hear something. I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn around. And Tyler's just, like, fucking frantically waving his arms. He's yelling at me, get a fucking rifle. He's <laughs> like, what? And he's like, bull. Big bull. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I get the rifle. I like, got to dig it out of the canoe, get it out of the case. I jump up on the four-wheeler, and he's pointing, and he's like, it just went into the brush. And it's like, what, 70 yards away or something like Not that? Not very far. I mean, so I just like, was pulling the winch cable, and I just, I just looked up and saw, like, saw his back and paddles, like, just going behind that string of brush, like, not... It's like, oh, you know, like if we hadn't been dealing with a broke freaking yeah. four-wheeler in the middle of the afternoon, it's like, just go straight 
Yeah, but, but still, geez, it's like you know. So he comes into us pound hammering on yeah. a f- on a four wheeler and two wheel drive in the middle of a swamp is yeah. like what I mean. He wasn't just like, oh, I'm walking, happened to be walking by right where you guys <laughs> yeah. are fucking got a four wheeler swamped, you know? Yeah, <clears throat> that's weird. I was like, oh yeah, that's just icing on the shit sandwich right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Unbelievable. <laughs> Little last minute teaser for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez. That was on the twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. With with that exception, were was it always other moose that were kind of screwing up the bulls that you guys had coming in? For the no, moment? they just weren't coming. They in. Just, they just wouldn't come, come in. in. They or they'd come in to only like three hundred yards where we couldn't, or like areas where we couldn't see them yeah. and hold up, and then just kind of like wander off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. I talked to a bunch of people. Oh, you should try decoy. I'm like, I don't try that. Oh, you should try. Yeah, we tried that. Oh, did you try? Just yeah, we tried that. Every like. Everything everybody's told me to do, I was like, check, 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 check. And I don't know. Storm. I just got to, I don't know. Everybody's like, well, it's hunting, ain't it? I'm like, yeah, fuck, fuck you. you. You got one, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah. So let's hear cooler shit about, like, it was awesome. I'll top it off. My dad had an awesome time. Yeah. He had a really, really good time. And he's like, I'm not used to this relaxing. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, well, get used to it, buddy. Were there yeah. three of you in the Arctic oven? Yep. Yeah. That's yep. not bad. It's you a 12. A oh, it's, it's a 12. 12 yeah. Oh, okay. That's so nice. we got, it's, yeah. yeah, it's super nice. Oh, yeah. And that's the other, that was like, we were taking the sto- the tent down, and after oh, it leaked and it dripped dr- all over me, I got a chimney fire and burned a fucking <laughs> hole in the floor because the stovepipe, I didn't realize it had so much creosote in it. When I disconnected it out of the stove, I set it on the, I put a cookie sheet, sheet down. Yeah. And that fucker just was like, <laughs> fucking took off. And I was like, holy like 20 shit, minutes. man. And I was like, oh, fuck. I had, like, the stove's hot. So we get it outside. And I'm like, oh, we got to have something. So we grabbed this little piece of plywood and slid it under to like protect what it had already. Yeah. I have a floor canvas. Right. But that floor canvas didn't get a hole in it. But it got so fucking hot that it melted a hole oh, like that no. big in the bottom of the tent. Jeez. And I was just like, oh, man. Like, this shit just keeps on coming. Mm. Constant. Yeah, can't I forgot about break. that one. Yeah. yeah, can't catch a break. She just thrown fucking matches into the tent, <laughs> <laughs> throwing all my shit in the woods. Walked fucking away. walked off. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Did you I, get a moose this year? No, no, no. And I only dabbled at moose season this year, mainly because of the boat issue. Yeah. But you did, right? I did. Yeah. And uh, I always hear stories of like people are like, oh yeah, or like sheep hunting. Like, oh yeah, I hiked up his hill and I shot a sheep and I was back in my truck the same day. I'm like, fuck you. It never, that never happens to me. But it's a dude that I met when, with <coughs> Carrie and he was like, oh yeah, we drew Delta and packed 14 days worth of food and I walked a quarter mile away from my truck and dropped this 10 year old ram. <laughs> I was back in my house eating cheeseburgers at 5 p.m. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> that shit don't happen to yeah. me. No. It's, and, well, it, it happened to me this year. It just was, you know, it was perfect. Everything just kind of lined it up. So I do that DM922 tag and it's the uh, Dalton Highway, south of Coldfoot, archery only tag. And I, uh, how many? How many what? Tags is there. Oh, I'm not sure. It's got a 20% success rate, so it's got a decent success rate, I guess. Um, yeah, but still, do you, know how, you don't have any idea how many tags I it don't. is? I should know, but I don't. It probably has a high a high rate of draw because it's bow, and it's all the way up there. I could, yeah, I can hear when we start talking after this. I'll look up the... 
I'll look what up the numbers yeah, what are. The numbers yeah, are. The, I'd be interested in the numbers. But uh, I've been up there a lot, caribou hunting and bear hunting up there, up the Dalton. And uh, so, but I've never moose. I mean, I've seen moose up there, and I've seen maybe a handful of bulls maybe driving by or in a swamp or something. Um, but I just didn't know, and I've never archery hunted for moose before, nor have I ever, like, actually. Well, I moose hunted once with my dad. So, and I'm not a moose hunter by any means. Um, you are now, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so I just, and my dad was supposed to go with me too, but he uh, had to go down to Oklahoma because my grandparents are, they're getting old. So he was kind of taking care of them. So um, uh, he's like, yeah, I can't make the hunt. So I just like, well, fuck it. I just, I'll just go by myself, you know. And I have another buddy that was supposed to go, but he decided he likes to hang out down in Florida and shoot pigs and alligators so he couldn't go either hmm. and uh <laughs> is it possible he'd listen to this i doubt it <laughs> anyways uh so i went up there by myself and um i took uh one of those uh ice fishing igloos up there yeah because i just want to be mobile i want to be like okay this is a good spot or if i was in a bad spot i could be able to pack up and then move fast yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's insulated ice one of those insulated uh ice fishing igloos and then uh bought a buddy heater and like a a cot and my sleeping bag and my gear. And on the way up there, once I kind of got in the, where I was able to hunt, I was, I knew where I wanted to go. Um, and I had a, a good idea. There would be people there, but I didn't have, I didn't realize how many people that were going to actually be up there. How many people were up there bow hunting for? Oh moose? yeah. Every so a bunch of off. people draw that. T- there is a bunch yeah. of tags on. That was what I was wondering about. Is like what kind of pressure? Like how many people? There was did a you lot. See? Like the one place <laughs> I wanted to go, I pulled or I drove by it, and there were three trucks in there. And then immediately after that, there was another pull off, maybe a quarter mile away. There was two trucks in that one. This is like if and anybody like, from like Colorado listens to this shit, they're gonna be like. These dudes bitching about two trucks yeah. and a pull-out. There's like a thousand fucking yeah. trucks and a pull-out. In a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, God, what am I going to do? And um, so I had talked to a lot of people that had drew that tag. And um, one of the guys, um, Troy Graziati, you know Troy Graziati? Oh, yeah. yeah. I talked. I was actually golfing with him and told him I drew that tag. And I didn't realize how, how much of a bow hunter he was. But we had talked about hunting the whole time. And uh, he gave me some pointers and... I went to uh, the um, the South Fork of the Koyukuk right there. Is like you uh, come out from Grayling Lake and you're starting to hit up the hill and mm-hmm. cross over the Koyukuk. And uh, I was just going to sit up there in glass, and I'm like, man, there's like outfitters coming in and out. There's people on their private boats because they use that Grayling out. Lake yeah. big time. Yeah, yeah. And there's a plane there, and on the Koyukuk, <clears throat> there's a bunch of boats ripping up and down. Like, there's no freaking way. Like, I mean, maybe I could spot a moose, but. Just yeah. the amount of people here, I don't like it. So I kept on driving north, and um, right before I hit Coldfoot, I found a, a nice spot, and luckily there's no one in it. And kind of back up a little bit, there was a guy that I had been uh, kind of daisy-chaining with. Like, I would stop in glass, and then he would pass me, and I'd stop him when – I'd pass him when he was glassing. And uh, I pulled up this spot, and it was had this nice, huge open valley that was uh, kind of funneled between two mountains, and – had a really good lookout area. I was able to look over. And that was another thing. Like, it's just, it's hard to find a spot to where you can, like, look and see. Yeah. So, um, it just was a perfect spot. So, I just set up, and then, like, five minutes later, he drove in. And he's like, oh, are you going to hunt this area? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay here for a couple of days. Like, oh, I've been glassing this area all summer. And, you know, but no worries. Like, you know, sure good luck. you have, yeah. Yeah. 
So hey, you'd be like, so have I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been glassing this area my whole life. <laughs> I was born right over yeah. there in the parking lot. <laughs> this is my spot. Yeah. Back of an F one fifty. In the van down by the river. Yeah. What's that, Larry the Cable Guy? I was a C section baby. <laughs> Section C of a Waitland Jennings concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he 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 went on his way, and then uh, I mean, I didn't. I kind of just walked around the area and was like kind of calling and glassing, and and uh, it was like in this uh, material site, you know. So um, and it was surrounded by trees, like and, material site, like gravel pit for yeah, the road like, construction. It was an old one. Old, yeah, they yeah. Had not used it in yeah. like years. So um, I was just kind of walking around, just kind of looking to figure out where I wanted to hunt, and I went back like. Away from my camp, maybe three or four hundred yards, and was in these trees in this little clearing, calling for a little bit. And I didn't expect to see anything that first first day. And I come out, no bow, no rangefinder, nothing. And I come out, and I'm coming down out of the trees, back into the gravel pit. And uh, the road kind of coming into there, he had come out between. He he come out from the trees. It just I could. He just he. As soon as I came out, he was coming out too. Wait, wait a minute. So you walked away from the road and the moose came from by the road? Right. Like so when you, so when you so came I'm back. in this gravel pit and this, this road kind of comes you know, from the Dalton Highway back to the gravel pit. And I'm up over here and he's coming out from between me and the Dalton Highway from the trees. You're calling so, him away from your truck in the road. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell's wrong with so you, he's man? Like, yeah, so he's, he crosses the road coming into the gravel pit and I run back to the truck and, you know, Get my bow, get my range finder, put put my uh, release on, and I like I'm peering up out between these rocks. And uh, he crossed the road, and he was just kind of looking up the road at me. So I ducked back a little bit and waited a couple minutes and looked back, and he was he he'd gone into the uh, into the trees. So I hiked up on some rocks, maybe like twenty yards away, and I could see him at like seventy yards. Nice. And he was grunting, ruff, ruff, ruff. and I'm like, nice. "This is fucking awesome!" Yeah, and he's like it's swaying cool. his head, yeah. and like grunting and snorting. Like you guys are talking yeah. snorting. I'm like, "Holy cow!" Yeah, they make all sort of fucking oh, weird noise. Dude. Yeah. So I'm sitting there trying to range him, and my hands are shaking, <laughs> and I'm getting like 17 yards, 20 yards, 300 yards. And I'm like, "Fucking hey, dude! I need to calm down." And he keeps walking and walking and walking. I'm like, fuck, I need, to, I need to get him to stop. So I let out another call, like a cow call, and he stops. I'm like, okay. So I have my bow in my hands, range finder in my hands. I can't range him. I took a knee, put my bow down, kind of just relaxed a little bit. And then I got up and like peered behind the tree and then ranged him at like 50 yards. And his head was kind of, he was between these two spruce trees. And in between me and him were like these um, small little willows that kind of came up to almost his back. If it was a direct line of sight shot, there's no way I could have shot over it. But I knew that, you know, my arrow would just fling over the trees. Yeah. So, um, and he's still grunting, snorting. He's looking at me. So I just, I drew back and put my 50 pin on him and released. And you just hear that. Flap. Perfect. And, uh, awesome, and I, but as soon as that arrow went below the trees, I couldn't see where it, where it hit him. Yeah. So it hit him. I heard the thwap. I'm like, okay, that's good. Hopefully I hit him good. He did like a three or like a one eighty and ran ten yards, and I can hear him just go, oh, oh, oh man, oh, just like coughing up blood. Bad. And then um, it was like 
40 degrees out. And then when I knew I hit him good, is I could see the steam. I could see steam oh, go yeah. every time he breathes, go just out yeah, of his chest perfect, cavity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I ranged him again. I'm like, I'm going to put in both lungs. Yeah. Perfect, man. That's I'm gonna so put, awesome. I'm like, I'm going to put another arrow on him just in case. So I ranged him at 60, and right before I knocked, or right before I knocked my arrow, he just. Just dead sprinting through the trees. And he knocked those fucking trees over like they were just sticks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Like a freight train coming through the trees. And he ran 30, 40 yards out of sight and dropped. And I could hear him thrashing around. So I'm like, I I saw I saw him disappear. I, th- I saw him thrashing around. There's a, you know, there's always that inclination in the back of your head. It was like, okay, I could have missed him. Like, all right. He could have kept not on running. Bumping yeah. steam out. Not, balls not missed him, but like, I could have, yeah. like, yeah. he keep keep on going. Like, ho- I'm hoping he's right here in this spot, but he keep, he could yeah. keep on running. Oh, even shot through the lungs. That's, yeah. they got they have big lungs, man. Oh, and they, they can they go run ways. pretty fucking fast. They got, a lot, yeah. they got a lot of blood they got to lose before yeah. they. Mm-hmm. So um, once I kind of heard that, I went back to the truck, put my boots on because I had my boots, just had my shoes on. No, I had my Crocs on. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> have my boots on. Right. My Crocs on. Combat Crocs. Yeah. Nice. So I put my boots on, put my waders on, or my, my waders, my gaiters, and kind of where he was at, there's this little stream that was a foot wide. I mean, just a little tiny thing. And it, so, okay, let me keep going. But so I walk up and find this, I find my moose and I'm like ecstatic and happy. And then, but what kind of fucked me was there's this little 15 foot wide water pool that he had died in and it was the only one in the fucking valley that was, was fed the only in one on the north slope i'm like <laughs> <laughs> out of everywhere this moose could have died he died in the water oh, and man. he died on his stomach and his feet were kind of angled his front and beak front and back feet were angled out and they had he had dug him underneath the moss oh, in the water and it was like knee-high water and so I get up to this moose, take my pictures, and then the, the work starts. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to move this thing? Bet you're not going to go moose hunting without a rope along again. <laughs> didn't even have it come along. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I didn't have anything. Man. So alive. I dorsal cutted him and then just started cutting meat off. So I cut, I cut all the meat from his front shoulder off and then was able to pull it off his body enough to kind of cut all the way down. Yeah. And then... I'm, I reached underneath his, his elbow to kind of get that quarter up, and he was so wet, I just slipped off, and I was drenched from my shoulders all the way down oh to my, my fucking pants, God, dude. Just man. completely wet. So, um... The text that I was getting from you were awesome. <laughs> You're just like, you ever deal with the moose in knee-deep water? I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like... Not by myself, though. <laughs> I, I almost drove to Coldfoot and tried to, try to find something. Like, who wants a half a moose? Because... Yeah. I am in a pickle here. <clears throat> but I was able to dorsal cut him. You did and, it, uh, Yeah. Fuck. I dorsal cut him and got that front shoulder off and was able to kind of push him over and get the neck shoulder off and then got all the back straps out. And uh, I had a tarp laying down for everything. Mm-hmm. And um, the rear quarters were probably the worst, obviously. I was able to, like, pick one up and then tie a rope around it and tie it around a tree and yeah, just, just yeah. able to cut enough mm-hmm. to where I could put it back down get to that joint, and then pop it off. Those fucking things, man. And remember, I've never shot a moose before. And um, that's the biggest fucking thing I've ever had to pick up from an animal. They are massive. Well, it's just hard I to mean, they're handle. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, There's hard nothing to, to grab. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't have a sawzall like an idiot. 
So um, I was able to core them all up. I put all the back straps, the tenderloins in one game bag. In the other game bag, I put, you know, some neck meat, the rib meat, and then I hiked out. It was like 200 yards, 150 yards to the to the road, to the truck. It was not that bad, but it had those, like, deep tussocks, mm-hmm. you know. Oh. The tussock tops, With and it drops down. Bottom. Yeah, like one of them deep. I dropped all the way down <clears throat> to my thigh. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, oh, my God. So made it back to camp, put all the meat up on the rocks to cool down, and then uh, woke up the next morning, went back in there, and um, just started hauling things out, you mm-hmm. know, cut the head off, hauled all the quarters out, and then uh, loaded everything up. And then uh, just kind of checked to make sure I did every- got everything where I thought I got everything. And then drove back to town, and uh, I drove back to town, and I, I had borrowed a uh, one of those external foldable pack frames from my buddy, and um, I told he asked if I shot a moose, I said yes, so he's like, well, why don't you come over and hang it at my house? So I'm like, all right, so I go over there, and he's got like an outdoor area that's sheltered, you know, I was able to hang everything up, and then he's got like this outdoor hut that's surrounded, I, it's it's weird, but it's got like screens all over it, so I was able to put all my, my loose meat in there on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around, and I'm a little apprehensive to tell this because I sound like it was a bonehead move, but I was exhausted and tired as fuck that day. I don't doubt it. I'm looking around, I'm like, I'm missing some meat. Oh, shit. Oh, no. And I'm, and I'm like, Christina's there with me, too. And I'm like, I left the fucking back shops, tenderloins, and neck meat up at Coldfoot. Oh, At man. the campsite. Oh. I'm like, son of a fucking bitch. So I said... Let's go get in the truck. So we got in the truck. We didn't even go home. We just went straight to Coldfoot. And that guy that I was daisy chaining with, mm-hmm. I had, I'd run into him on the way back at Finger Mountain. And I'm like, yeah, I got a moose and, you know, good luck. You know, he's like, oh, I'm going to go hunt in that area. I'm like, perfect. So I knew he was up in that area. So I got up there and it was, and it was 1.30 in the morning. And uh, he was, I woke him up. It took him like a minute or two to get out of his tent. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey. I hear him rust around there. Hey, man. He finally gets out. I'm like, hey, dude, I left some meat up here. It was like, oh, yeah, it's up on the rocks. I, I covered it up for you. Just a godsend, man. Oh, Just oh an awesome God. guy, dude. That's cool. And, uh, Is he a local Fairbanks yeah, guy? Yeah, local Fairbanks nice. guy. Yeah, right super on. nice guy. That's, that's cool. Um, that's took how care you of meet everything. people, man, that you know for the rest yeah. of your life. And uh, <clears throat> packed up the meat, put it in the truck, drove up to Coldfoot, got a hotel room for the night, and and went back to town the next day. And what's even cooler than that is that I, uh, I, he hit me up, he found me on Facebook when he got back from his moose camp or from his moose hunt. And he had drove back the next day to go pick up his buddy from Fairbanks. And on the way back up there, they found this cranker 62 inch moose, like a hundred yards off the road. No shit. Not even where his camp was like way south of his camp. So we got this super nice moose. I'm like, that, that's yeah. karma. Right ah, there. cool. Yeah. Right on. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, everything just kind of worked out perfect. I was in camp for an hour when that moose came in. No shit. Yeah, I mean, and then. And I, first day too, right? First day, yeah. Perfect. I was, I got there at like 5.30 by 6.30. He had come in and by 7.30 I was, I was cutting him up. And oh, then shit. I got what? done at like 10 o'clock at night. So I'm like getting the text secondhand because you're texting Frank and. What he said, like, oh, about a 35-inch bull or whatever. Yeah, and he's what got thought. the picture. I was like, whoa, that's a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah, that ain't no 35-inch bull. That's I mean, I got the picture. I was like, I don't know what fucking tape measure you got in your <laughs> truck, but it's broken. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not good at Judge Moose at all. 
by any means. But when I got back to the house, I'm like, oh, he's definitely not 35 inches. Is it's, that an any bull? Yeah, it's any Is bull it? residential. That's that guy's moose. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I was like, that's the you, dude? dude. Yeah. Oh, good bull. Do you know him? His name's like Ty or Trey or... Oh, no. It's not. Sorry. Yeah. I thought it was somebody else that I do know. Yeah. It kind of looks very very similar to dude that I yeah. do know. So it was just... I mean, everything worked out perfect. And, you know, besides the whole meat situation, leaving it up there like a bonehead. But, you know, it is what it is. That's what makes I a good story. Well, it's yeah. just nice that you were able to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I was really worried about it's it. It's perfect because gas is super cheap right now. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was really nice to get that $250 bill from, from Coldfoot Camp for that hotel room that was... Right, you know, for one night. For one night. Yeah. Like, wow. In yeah. an ATCO mm-hmm. unit. <laughs> yeah, it smelled like, like diesel. So 250 bucks. Here's one moose steak. Yeah. We'll call it even. Yeah. I'll trade you. Yeah. One, trade you. <laughs> one night stay for a moose yeah. steak. <laughs> but Yeah, it worked out good. It was uh, It was really cool. I mean... It was a really well, fun hunt. It's good to do and good to like figure out how to cut those, you know, like well, it's just it. cut Sometimes something up in can't. a less than ideal. Yeah. I mean, the first one I ever killed with a bow was was by myself and he died. I mean, it wasn't as bad as that, but he died trying to dive in the river, basically. Ugh. Like he landed with his nose underwater on, the, it wasn't like a big slope, but in the grass, there, it could have been a lot worse, but kind of gently slope towards the river mm-hmm. so i had to tie his hind and i didn't ever come along at that point either i had to tie his hind leg off to the tree and then skin one side like i, I try I, I was able to get him split open but his guts are like he's pointed downhill so i couldn't there's no way to open him out. going in yeah. yeah no way to open him up or anything like that and yeah you had to skin one side and just start cutting meat off him till Till you can move, they're light enough to you know move move and get up out of the out of the water. I mean, I cut half that moose up standing in, you know, waist deep in the water. Wow! Luckily, I had chest waders, but yeah, yeah. But uh, hmm. I would have even taken a a shitty one to cut up this year. <laughs> if somebody's throwing me a bone, I'll take anything. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys seeing? Um, pretty standard population up there that you guys have normally seen it seems to be i mean i know a lot of people were talking about like a big die-off i don't don't think think that actually happened i don't i mean maybe in some spots but yeah not where we were i think the horrible i think the horrible like that really icy shitty layer that just mangles them up and makes it so awesome for the wolves to just be able to run right on top of it and get them I think that was really localized right here around Fairbanks. A yeah. lot of that really shitty weather. Um, I don't know. I I haven't heard a bunch of people being like, "Oh fuck, there's just dead moose everywhere." You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> they're pretty no. hardy critters. Like you said, when when I mean, we kept talking back and forth, like like even compared to normal, we were hear, hearing as many or more bulls. Mm. As we normally this yeah. than we normally do. Like there was, yeah. they were there. They just wouldn't, you know. Even you'd have times like there was a couple different like mornings or nights where you would see, at one time, what three cows like mm-hmm. less well, less than three hundred yards away, just all the the entire calling session, and then right at right at dark, you hear a bull back in the trees. Like it's but been it there the whole time, but it yeah. won't come like, out with those cows and just would not come out of the brush. Huh? Yeah. 
I was like, oh, there's a cow. That well, in the morning I saw that one, mm-hmm. and then at, that that next night it's like, oh, there's a cow. I'm like, well, it's like a hundred yards away from where I saw the one this morning. Maybe it's the same one. And I was like, oh, it's not the same one. And then I'm like, oh, there's another one. Oh, and there's the one that I saw this morning. Oh, and there's another one. It's like shit. And it's not like we can see a huge area either. I mean, it's like at, like kind of right in the middle of these moose, and they just weren't yeah weren't wanting to play. Hmm. It's a little bit of a sore subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, we don't ever have to talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, well, you got, had the Delta late tag. He killed a stomper ram. You did? Yep. Yeah, it worked out pretty good. You have picks? I do, yeah. I'll gladly show them yeah. off oh, to you. Oh, nice. I would like to see <laughs> this myself. And I guess I've only come to realize this later that you don't draw these special tags every year, guys? No. No? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> This is the first time you put in for it? First year's yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, my yeah. God. Like Car- that's how Car- <laughs> of course. That's how Carrie rolls, too. Oh, sure, I'll put in for Delta. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, like Christina, too. Yeah. Oh, I'll put it. Oh, she did do that, the Delta sheep tag, a Kodiak tag, and the goat tag all in one season. I'm like, yeah. Oh, dang. Oh, wow. Oh, I have seen that picture. Have you? Yeah, on Facebook. I just didn't. I, you look a lot different. Wow. That's a beautiful ram. Yeah, thanks. God dang, man. I haven't seen it. Jeez. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a nice one. What do you measure at? Um, so, well, you know, I, I brought it over here to have yeah. Tyler look at it. He says, what do you think, 38 and a half? I say, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, 38 and a half. It's a big ram. Yeah. He doesn't like, he's not, he's not like the super fancy, like shallow, tight. He's deep and heavy. I and, like that. Well, Fishing Game said 12. I think we were thinking yeah. 11. Yeah, um, I, th- okay. I think 11. Yeah. Three. Which it's odd that you get fishing game calling a year older than they are. Yeah, normally, the, normally they'll chip you a year. That makes yeah. sense. Oh man! But I don't really quite beautiful sheep, like Did long, heavy. I want to hear. Let's hear the story. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> that's awesome. Congratulations! Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Thanks, dude. guys. Um, so I guess it you know it it started with a phone. What is it? The third Friday in February. So yeah. I, I wake up at, I don't know, it was like 06. Someone called me in the morning, uh, my buddy Austin, and I answered the phone, and he's like, I hate you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Get used to that. Wait. You're like, ah, yes, I, I get that now. And I'm like, yes, what did I draw? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, what's the chances the sheep tag? Because I put in for a bunch of different tags, yeah. Yeah. sure enough. Did you, did you Delta tag. for your sheep tags, did you put in all your tags for one area exactly you did okay yeah i, right. I kind of just figured i put all my eggs yeah. in one basket that's what i want that's how i roll so, too yeah. is it yeah. yeah yeah and you know brett uh, another just an awesome dude yeah. um started off as my realtor and now he's just a, a, yeah. a pretty awesome friend but yeah he helped me go through a lot of that that draw process too so i wasn't right you know trying to figure everything out just mm-hmm. and screw it up and wouldn't you know it it worked out yeah so. absolutely so yeah drew that it worked um, out Jeez. yeah exactly um so yeah, found that out the, that third Friday, and then so about the fourth Friday, uh, I'm sorry, fourth week in February, my uh, one of my good buddy's wife's texts me, and she says, uh, "Will you, Andy won't stop talking about the sheep hunt? Will you please take Andy with you? Like, how <laughs> often sure. are you gonna get yeah. someone's wife texting you like, yeah. hey, take my husband on this hunt? <laughs> yeah. And of all the people um, to go with me." This this dude is is that guy. He's a he's a former uh, well he's a ranger qualified Green Beret. You know, just wow. an awesome dude. Yeah, and uh, live in Alaska. 
No, no. So okay. he lives, he's uh, he's actually a, a physician assistant now as well. Okay. And he's down in um, in Kentucky. But then, yeah, so him and I just really started planning everything together. And just like, you know, all, some of the things you guys always talked about in here, getting that right sheep hunting partners. Yeah. It, he's just, uh, you know, no questions asked kind of a guy. You know you're going in with a good dude. Right. And so, yeah, him and I really started planning, and, and he's putting a lot of his own money into this. Like, he bought this sweet Suaro spotter. Jeez. Uh, bought, uh, wow. you know, a Hilleberg uh, three-man tent. Just, I mean, really awesome dude. Nice. So, anyways, um, yeah, really started uh, doing, like, a um, some map reconnaissance of the area, trying to figure out where, where exactly I wanted to go. Um, talked to a lot of guys, you know, in the area that had, had done the hunt before. And then, yeah, I met, um, met Tyler in the springtime and we chatted quite a bit about it too. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, looking at these, these rams or judging them or aging them. So got to see all the, you know, these, all these awesome. God, see all these little ones. All in here. <laughs> All these like, awesome. So I want to shoot one bigger room. than all these, and, right? he, <laughs> and he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, really did, uh, got to learn a lot with that. And then uh, um, you know, a mutual friend there, Mark uh, Rowan Horse, actually went out and did a couple of hikes with him. We found a band of uh, lambs and ewes, <clears throat> and uh, just practiced some stalks on them. And, yeah. the, and this was in like April, you know. So just real fun getting out there. Chase, he's a you know a mountain goat and sheep guide and. This is this dude is actually a mountain goat. He just flies up the mountains. Yeah. Just smoked me. But um, yeah, learned a lot from from all of all those people. Um, it's not about going fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I say. <laughs> Trust me, because we don't go very fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting more towards the actual uh, season itself, I had it really narrowed down to three areas that I, I had had been looking at really well, and. Uh, because he drew the late one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so spoke to the fishing game. And uh, one of the guys up there said, hey, they just flew the um, the survey for the area. And, like, here's some of the results for the survey. Mm. And my number one and number two choice um, were basically kind of shot down after hearing the survey. And uh, then went with my went with my third <coughs> choice based off the survey. And um, they were seeing some some great numbers of sheep and, and some good rams out in that area. So I figured I'd stick with that one, although this one was definitely the um, much more difficult yeah. uh, to access area. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so all that kind of came together, worked with, uh, you know, a re- a good opportunity this this was absolutely crazy but we went out to do uh, up on the north slope there for a mm-hmm. caribou hunt i took i had my 16 year old niece my 14 our 13 year old son and my 12 year old son on on that with me we did that five mile hiking with those kids <laughs> oh my these kids did it too you guys shoot one yeah oh so my, my we got out there my so and i've uh, i know i was telling you guys about this earlier but my 12 year old shot a giant caribou last year and then wouldn't you know it just like a week and a half ago or whatever shoots another giant caribou but the four the 13 year old he's just been non-stop talking smack to him about how he's a better hunter and shoots giant caribou (laughs) (laughs) so uh we get up there you know we get out to five miles and we had a a really good setup out there but as soon as we get out to five miles you know it's it's kind of like you know, you shoot whatever you see out right. there at that oh, yeah. point. And yeah. we see uh, a spike, which we can obviously identify as a bull. And uh, so we could see it's a bull hunter. Hunt, he had 
that's my 13 year old. He hunted very hard last year and didn't get one. So he was ready to shoot anything. So he shot that spike right yeah. when we got out to five miles and yeah, him and I hiked it back. He was very adamant that he hiked his own bull back, but that was a good, good yeah. way to get in good shape. Right? Yeah, absolutely. yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, then we, uh, then, so Andy came out here, he went, uh, wheels down in Fairbanks at about uh, on the 22nd of August mm-hmm. and we were going to step off on the, on the 23rd of August. And, uh, again, um, Brett, let me borrow two, uh, two alpaca rafts nice. and, um, and then he looks at my binos and I've got like, I've got like 10, 10 by 42 loophole mm-hmm. binos and he, he gives me his and he's got these Suaro L range, you know, range yeah. finder binos that are just a thousand times better than anything I've got. So one I, yeah, I've got a set of those. Those yeah. things are, they're nice. Yeah, it was awesome to look through. They say those. it's hard to go back to any other bino after looking through I don't, those. I it is. I have yeah. a Vortex spotter, and Andy brought that Suaro. I'm only get that. that was awesome. use that thing for pounding tent sticks <laughs> after that. <laughs> that Suaro was so good, and then the binos too. It's like, how do you go back exactly? Yeah, but uh, yeah, so. It, you guys probably can figure this out, but the the crux of the whole whole trip is the first mm-hmm. the first time we stepped off, and within 500 yards we're crossing a river, mm-hmm. a fucking raging a river. Gi- <laughs> it, this was, I mean, I'm it's some serious butthole pucker. Yeah, when I, look I at don't this doubt thing. it. <laughs> and uh, I have I have yeah. zero experience mm. with rafting. Um, so I looked at Andy when we look get down this river and we pump up our, our rafts, and I'm like. What do you think, dude? And uh, he said, oh, I've, I've done it a little bit. I'll go first. <laughs> Sweet, man. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Andy. And he's got a little bit older alpaca raft. Mine was a little bit newer, so it had a little bit more of a stern to it. So it kind of would steer a little bit better. But uh, Andy just gets in there and, like, full send, right? So he's he gets out there. And I'm like, what, maybe they'll go couple hundred yards and get right over to the other side. Oh, man. Wrong. Yeah, you go way down to get a Half mile at least, yeah. you know. And so he gets in the in the river and just just goes flying down there. And he's paddling his heart out and uh, gets to I, – I was, like, videotaping him. This It was, it was actually kind of funny. And then at some point I'm like, I should probably stop videotaping and get a little <laughs> bit more serious here because this could be – this yeah. could be bad. Yeah, you start grabbing onto your life jacket, like, cinching down on it. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he just, he gets to a middle of of the middle of the river and stops at a gravel bar and finally is like, all right, I need to take a break here and take a rest and figure my life out. And so I figured, you know what, at at least I can get to, Mm -hmm. get to Andy. And so I hop in the, hop in the river and because my raft was, I think a little bit better, I was able to actually make some ground up. Those things you fucking paddle on this side and you're facing... Yeah. 180. What, exactly. I just are like yeah. constantly yep. just like spinning I heard those hacker wraps don't track very well. They don't track with yeah. the shit. And all it takes is like they're so short, mm-hmm. one hard stroke of the paddle, and, and you seriously just... are like 180. You can spin that thing around. Exactly. Yeah. And that actually <clears throat> will be a part of the story a little bit later uh-huh. on the way out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I start, um, you know, buzzing down. I get past, past where Andy is, and uh, I figure I better keep keep going I, i'm doing something right so committed, i huh? yeah exactly so i committed um got to a different gravel bar and just at that point just jumped out to, to t- try to take a break and i i can see andy and uh 
he he may not enjoy me sharing this, but he's 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 gonna walk across a, a little section, and all of a sudden it just like it got deep super oh, quick. Yeah. So Andy's got his you know rucksack on his back, and all of a sudden it just takes Jesus. his feet out from under him. Wow! And the only thing he can do is, is he basically jumps and holds onto the raft. Yeah. And I see Andy just go flying by me as I'm standing on this gravel bar, and oh, he's got his man. rucksack on his back. He's holding onto the raft. And I'm just—I see his legs just yeah, paddling away. It. That's all you that's do. Like, start that's all kicking. You do, right? Yeah, that's all you do. Yeah. And uh, you know, at this point, I'm like, well, if this was me, I'd probably be dropping that ruck because life is a little bit more important yeah. than saving on on this stuff. You guys had life vests, correct? Right? We absolutely yeah. had life vests. Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. ever get rid of your and backpack. And that's yeah. something ever. that Tyler really harped on when we first went out to uh, to do those bear baits <clears> early in the year. Is man, you can't take these waters lightly up here. You yeah. know, you go in, and it's what 34 degrees in that water, maybe. So, um, I'm a big fan of keeping my backpack. Like everybody's always says, Oh, when you're crossing, loosen your pack up. And if you start getting swept, just ditch your backpack. I'm like, well, fuck. What if I'm 35 miles away from anything? Ditch your backpack's not an option. I keep everything in my pack in dry bags. So my pack is like a Mm -hmm. cork. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I do not want to lose that thing. Like, yeah, yeah. that could mean that I lose my life if I lose my pack in certain situations. Yep. So I'm always just like totally opposite. Like, keep a hold of that thing. Do not ever think about cutting loose of your pack. That's, yeah, that's, that's some good advice. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of people would do well to waterproof all their stuff like that, which is exactly what Andy did. And I think it was more of a uh, you know like a, a, a life vest for him, or the uh, you know flotation device, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Even if it was a seventy or eighty pound pack, but. Um, so I finally pulled out my binos, right? And I'm looking because I can't see him with my with my you know eyes at this point. And I see him; he finally made it to the other side. Right He's on. able to paddle, like kick paddle <laughs> to no the other kidding. side of the river. And fi- God, so, that'd be a cold paddle. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, so then I hopped back in and met up with him. And at that point, we looked at each other when we finally met up. We're like. I think we've done enough today. <laughs> so we right. stopped right there. What we, what did we traveled? Maybe like, you know, uh, a half of a, well, a half mile river yeah, at yeah. least. And Can set uh, up your tent and watch cars go by. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> from, from the time you guys launched, how, how, how long had it been? So I'll tell you, it felt like two minutes with, with how fast everything was going. But it, I mean, it was a, it was a solid probably hour to an okay. hour and a half yeah yeah, yeah. and it, but at that point it felt like such a huge feat that we had got to the other side of the river we had all of, all of our kit mm-hmm. um and so we just stopped there set up the tent and set a made a huge fire exactly yeah. yep. dry him out yep. get him warmed up exactly yeah. yep so dry got, boots out dry in, yeah. in mine at that point because i had pretty much gone all into my boots were soaking wet too yeah. so you know pulled out insoles and just let everything dry off next to the fire that night and that was mission accomplished that day as far as i was concerned i think it was yeah, pretty right good. on so that was day one uh day two got up and it was it was raining pretty good <clears throat> answer me this yeah did it linger in the back of your head the entire time you were out there that you had to go <laughs> back exactly what i was gonna back say. across that the, every 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 single day yeah. yes yes and i knew even after we got that you know spoiler alert got the ram right yeah uh even after that uh, i knew this was like we still life depends on us getting across there um but yeah so that part actually gets pretty funny in the end but um so yeah actually it was raining pretty hard the next day so we put our uh, our rain gear on and just um just just did a nice slow walk we we headed back in there about seven or eight miles and um got to the toe of the glacier 
And um, that's where we just decided to set up tent. It was already late in the evening and it was about to get dark. So, you know, we pulled out and, and just set up a really nice camp right there, set up the tent and, and just chilled. I didn't actually get to see any of the, the mountainside in the in that area, though, because it was kind of socked in with uh, fog that day. So, um, but I was chomping at the bit to wake up that next morning. So, yeah. I mean, that set the second, you know, it was light that next morning, got out of the tent um, and just put put the glass on the mountains. It was lit up with sheep. Nice. Yeah. That's like, awesome. right. That's such a good It's feeling. such a huge relief, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, we made at least at least one good decision yeah. here. Yeah. Right. So and I'm I'm not joking. We saw probably fifteen rams right off the bat. Nice. Yeah. And there was probably thirty total sheep that we were just able to pick out over there. Um and these were all on south facing slopes. Mm-hmm. Um we spent all of that day that that was the day before the season would begin. Um, looking out over all that area and picking out what I thought were some pretty good contender rams um, and sent a few pictures out and everyone's like, yeah, those look like some pretty good rams. Um, but was there anybody else over there at the time? That was awesome about it. I didn't see a soul the entire oh, time even we were out the there. The entire time you were over the there? The entire time. Oh, wow. Nice. Just Andy. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So uh, him and I actually gained some elevation that day on one of the um, – one of the north facing slopes and just kind of looked in some nooks and crannies and um we had pretty much determined like that those were the the where the main body of sheep were in the area um but again it local intel really helped up here because carrying those rafts yeah our our packs were pretty stinking heavy like Mm -hmm. 70 to 80 pound packs with those rafts on the back but we needed those for the daily like strike missions across because at the foot of the glacier is a huge lake Mm -hmm. and so to get to where these sheep were we needed to cross that that lake every day so we had to you know blow up these rafts and paddle across the lake every day like how this like an adventure like you know i grew up hunting whitetails in michigan and this Mm, is a little different than that so um but no so you know this is probably wasn't the best of decisions but i just it's always like the you know what's around the next bend syndrome and um i kind of had that going on there like so opening day Rather than actually going up and, and doing a strike on some of these sheep that we were seeing up there, I just wanted to push it a little bit further just to see what else was, was potentially in there. And we had 12 days. And this is day three? This, yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that's, um, that was actually opening opening okay. day at that point. Um, it was it the 26th of August. So, um, But at some point, it got super treacherous in there. And the, like the you know, the glaciers kind of falling down all around you, um, you know, massive rocks are falling. And, um, at, we spent all day walking and Andy looked at me at one point, he's like, why are we leaving sheep to find sheep? I was like, exactly like what you said about <laughs> moose, you know? Um, and I was like, Dude, good point. Let's, <laughs> let's regroup here. <laughs> Those and, glaciers uh, are scary, man. Yeah. Man, it's too. Yeah. Terrifying me. Making weird sounds and shit all the time. It's like, that's it. Uh, like there's just be eerie. like, you know, horrible, like you know, growling or roaring. And you know, there's these glaciers are calving off all around you. And they're like, what's to say that the one that's right next to you isn't going to be the next one. So, mm. um, and we thought we had some contender rams in there. So we were going to just go back and, and take a look at them. And, and that's exactly what we did. So we got up early the next morning. We put them to bed where they were at. And there was at least, there was at least two at this point that we thought were probably full curl. And I'll show you guys these, these pictures and you're going to laugh at me for the mistakes that I've made later. Um, but so Andy and I, we, we 
bust across the lake, just paddle in across the lake and uh, stash the rafts and then just head up into the thick alder jungle, bust our way probably two hours or so heading just straight up in this alder jungle. And we make it up to above, above the trees into, into the good sheep country up there. And there's sheep kind of popping out of everywhere. It's just a bunch of three quarter curls and um, nothing, nothing huge. But we had to get all the t- to the top of about a 6,500-foot um, mountain where we had seen the rams right when we took off in the morning. There was at least one in there that I thought was good, and we wanted to get a better look at that one. So we um, snuck up this uh, the side of this mountain, and it like... I've done a lot of like different mountaineering schools and, and whatnot in the military. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the most exposed, you know, ascents that I think I've ever been on. It definitely will put, you know, um, put you out there sheep hunting for sure. But you to a point where you're like, I should be tied into something. Absolutely. You're like, yeah. Yeah. There ain't no rope with me. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been on lead climbs that are, you know, less exposed yeah. <laughs> than that. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so ultimately we, Andy and I, at one point, we kind of had this like shared understanding with it. We just kind of looked at each other and knew like, all right, it's getting pretty late and we're really far up here and we've traveled a lot of ground today. We're probably going to have to spend the night on the side of the mountain up here, whether we get one or not. And, um, we had prepared for that. We had some, some light packs, but we were ready for that kind of stuff. So, but as soon as we crested to the top of this mountain that we were, we had finally gotten up, there he is. There's that Ram. Well, me in my inexperience, um, we were looking at him from above, right? Oh, and yeah. you know, when you're looking at him from above, it's it's really mm-hmm. tough to tell if they're full curl or not. And every one of them looks short <clears throat> from above. And so the one that I thought was a really good contender, which looking at him and showing pictures, um, he's definitely a full curl ram. Yeah. But I could maximum. Again, in my inexperience, say like he was seven and couldn't tell if he was full curl or not. So just kind of watched him and just let him go that night. Good on you, man. Yeah, that's, I was going to say that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Because there's some other people that that doesn't matter repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's no shit. I mean. Well, <laughs> they just bury him and shoot another one. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I couldn't, you couldn't imagine that, you know, like if this had better be the right thing and I don't want to carry this, Andy and I don't want to carry this sucker back across that river yeah, if, it's, right. if it's something I got to go turn into the... Yeah, give it away. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so this was a miserable night, but that was about probably, I'm trying to remember when it would get dark at that time of the year. Um, I would say probably like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Um, and we just had a... Looked at each other like, "All right, man." We put on our all of our down. We well, I, we had that. I had that Kafaru, uh, uh, you know, lost parka and had a really good set of down pants, and then put my you know my grundins on over that. And him and I laid back to back and Embrace covered ourselves. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and then watched the uh, sun go down. <laughs> and uh, man, I'm telling you, like the only thing that kept us warm that night which is being back to back all night long but mm-hmm. but the reason that we did it is because every morning there was the other one that i thought was legal would come around and basically we'd be in a perfect spot to ambush them the next morning so then nice. we get a, eyes on that second ram and um well sun uh, or yeah it got light in the morning and we're socked in with some fog mm. 
finally burned off at about 9 a.m. And wouldn't you know it, 30 minutes later, here comes those three sheep. And there's that one, uh, another, what I thought was going to be a good legal ram. Um, I did the exact same thing. I was above him. I didn't think he, it's the same thing, man. Yeah, it's did not the, easy. Yeah. And, and again, looking back at him, and I'll show you guys this, this picture of this ram too. He's easy, full curl, knowing what I know now. But we ended up watching him go too. And um, at that point, I'm, I was getting a little bit upset. Like, oh, why isn't there just an obvious one, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, one, probably to you guys, it would have been an obvious one. But we ended up spending the rest of that day just walking down the mountain, paddled across back to our tent, got into our nice you know, sleeping bags. And at that point, we were like, all right, let's change drainages here. Mm. And so we planned that whole next day. We packed up camp, paddled across the lake, headed to, um, just, he- we're going to head to a whole new drainage. And there's this, uh, long, um, I don't know, it's probably like a mile and a half, two mile open, um, plateau up there at about 4,000 or so, 4,000 mm-hmm. feet that connects the two drainages. And, uh, so we spent all day getting to that, that area that day. So we set up camp, um, looking out where we're able to see where we came from, but then also where we were going to go the next day. And we set up the spotters and we're looking out in front of us. Yeah, man, like there's, there's Rams where we're going. There's Rams. Uh, there's three other Rams where we had came from. None of them look like mm-hmm. contenders, but like, all right, so we're still seeing more sheep. So this is, you know, right in the evening and, um, probably like an hour or so before dark. And then Andy all of a sudden he says, freeze. There's a sheep right behind us. So in this, just, just this little cut that you could look through in this super tucked away little valley, you can see just this one little section. There's a beautiful white ram just sitting right there. How far away? 600 yards. Ugh. And we're sitting there just, you know, BSing and, and chatting and setting up our tent. And here's yeah. this, this ram sitting right there. And I put glass on him. And I'm like, okay. Like this is a this one's pretty decent looking, and and at that point that would look like the biggest one that I'd seen mm-hmm. yet, right? And so then we pulled out the the spotter and got it on him, and um, we got to about four hundred and fifty yards at that point, and and I was able to look at him. I'm like, all right. So on his left side, I can see at least what I think is eight rings, mm-hmm. and after where it gets to eight, it looks like you know they're progressively descending in size, which is you know generally mm-hmm. what you're looking for, right? And then I looked on the other side, and it was almost identical rings. So I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to be counting rings to shoot a ram, but I'm pretty sure I can see at least eight on either side. And this ram, you guys saw the picture of it, but like he just barely comes to full curl. Um, but... I was just slightly below him too. So I had a little bit better look and it looked like he was almost perfectly full curl. But at that point, I'm still like, I got, I got to make sure. So I look at Andy and he looks at me and he's like, let's go back and look at our, you know, a uh, little fishing game guy. Yeah. Let's make this thing <laughs> legit. <laughs> oh, That's what I mean. Like everyone's going to think I'm, we're such idiots, but like, we just don't want to screw it up, man. No, it's, <laughs> it's fair, man. So we get back to the tent that, you know, that evening we watch him. We just kind of put him to bed. He's hanging on this area by himself. He's a big old ram in this area for a reason. That's, he's just going to say by himself, like big, heavy looking ram. So just like one of the, another, just like big sign of like, yeah, that's a mature ram. Yeah. Um, so I pull out the guide. I'm like, all right, this, yep, this guy's full curl. This absolutely. And then I'm like looking at the rings like, all right, this, 
everything's lining up perfect. Do you take pictures of them with through your spotter? Yep, and I yeah, yeah. I'll show you guys those pictures too. But yep, so I was I was doing all of that, and we finally about the time, you know, we were going to bed that night. We're like, all right, we're gonna shoot this round Dying tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. Yep, <laughs> and I couldn't sleep at all that night. <laughs> it just you know, just I, every time I close my eyes, it's like when you're growing up, you know, you're fishing, yeah. and you close your eyes, you see a bobber every time. Yeah, it was the same. <laughs> all, all I could, every time I close my eyes, all I see is this ram. And, uh, yeah, so wake up the next morning. I, the second I wake up, I peek out the tent. He's still in the exact same little spot right there. Damn. It's perfect. So slammed a cup of coffee, slammed a, uh, a mountain house real quick, and then Andy. I was surprised you even far. did that. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, well, he's, he's not going anywhere, right? Well, you never know. But uh, Andy was just going to stay at the tent. He was going to videotape. And um, and then I was going to sneak out to that, that spot we were looking at him from the night before which is about uh, 430 yards is what I actually ranged at, um, and then go shoot him. So, yeah, got to uh, got there at 430 <coughs> yards, and, and he was neither above or below. It was the most perfect shooting right across the, uh, the this valley right there and uh, snuck up there, ranged him at 430 yards, but about 15 minutes before that, some, uh, some lambs and ewes made their way up and over, so I'm like... I don't know if they're going to, you know, like booger him out of there or something like that. Maybe he just gets bothered by the other sheep. So I figured I better make this happen quick as soon as he gets broadside. And then... Um, was he feeding? Uh, yeah. So he was okay. in this like, um, like kind of like an alder, alder patch in yeah. there, just um, just nibbling on stuff. And um, yeah, ranged him at 430. And um, as soon as he turned broadside just sent that round it felt perfect and i i wasn't able to see him go down with um through the scope but i quick just looked up and i saw white feet tumbling into the alders there you go that was it, yeah, that was it. yeah um how like how much per, how much more perfect yeah. could this be like right so we're right we're 600 yards from the tent and as far as getting to him, we have to just side slope our way over 600 yards. He's, nice. He didn't he didn't tumble a thousand feet down a mountain. He's sitting yeah. in this alder patch ten yards from where we shot him, and um, you couldn't ask for it to be more perfect than that, man. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. So we uh, we you know side sloped over there, and uh, you know as I've heard a million times, and I felt it walking up there. It's still that pucker factor, right? Like <laughs> I hope I didn't screw this up. Oh man! But you know. This one, as soon as I saw, like, actually saw him, like, you're like, Whoa. I don't know, but I think this is pretty darn yeah. huge, man. <laughs> yeah. And it felt to me like I was looking at, like, a bighorn, you know? It's just, nice. like, he was just real thick. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was like, I, Andy, I think we're pretty good. And then I started actually counting rings. I'm like, I think he's actually, like, 11, maybe. Nice. So, yeah. Spent some time taking pictures, cut them all up right there. You know, I uh, I quartered him out while Andy deboned him. It was a pretty good group, and man, like we had him fully back to the tent by uh, by noon. Holy cow! Yes, nice. that's awesome. perfect. Perfect kill day. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, so we packed. We decided like, all right, well, let's let's head home. You had good weather too the whole time you were in there, didn't you? For for the most part, I can't complain. Yeah, yeah, zero complaints. I mean, it's still mountain weather, but like. Yeah, but it's- Beginning yeah. August was horrible for a lot of people, yeah. so it's like a little bit later seemed to be for most people really good. And that was one of the things that you know, Brett and I kind of talked about beforehand too. Is like sometimes the weather can be better in that later season hunt, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. and that was my my experience too. So yeah. there was only that one day that was somewhat socked in. Otherwise, it was just sporadic rain, and it would clear up most days. Yeah. But we got back, packed up the tent, 
and probably by yeah one o'clock we were heading back and so the the way we came in to go back out that way was going to be a significant more of a hike to get back to the road Mm -hmm. than if we went out a different way that then we came in so at that point i've got an awesome wife but i called her and i'm like hey could you come pick us up um and drive us, you know, five miles back to the truck from where where I want to get dropped yeah. off here, and she she agreed to it. So that's awesome. So yeah, so she planned on being there about five p.m. The it also next day. works if you just stand in the middle of the road, <laughs> the traffic waving your arms. That's how I do it. That could have, <laughs> yeah, that probably would have worked out too. Um, but man, I little did I know how miserable this day would get, man. Um, so we put that sheep on our backs and, you know, packs are what, like 130 pounds or so, something like that. But we spent all day just getting beat. We only traveled about a mile and a half in the alders Jeez. all day long. Oh, fuck all and you had, your, you had your packer raft. Uh, we had the raft on there. We had the ram on there. Uh, yeah, so we were, we were loaded, like, loaded down. We should have gone back the same way we came. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it really wasn't that bad the way we came. Yeah. But oh, it, was, it was actually pretty funny. Andy and I got slightly separated in the in the misery alder jungle, and I hear a, just a bunch of cussing coming from from the <laughs> the brush. <laughs> and uh, I, I yelled at Andy like, "Hey, let's meet up back at the river." And so we met up back with each other. Andy has got this. He looks like he went toe to toe with Mike Tyson, right? He's got a massive black eye. One of these spring loaded alders oh just God. just almost knocked him out. When you guys came over, I was like, we got out of the truck. I did, I was like, oh, I don't want to see anything, but hold. Oh. Maybe these guys <laughs> like to beat the shit out of each other at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We. Oh man, if there was ever an emotional event, it was that day in the alders, and I have a newfound respect for those bushes, man. But we finally made it back down to the creek bed that night, just mad and set up the tent. We didn't really say a whole lot to each other that <laughs> night, though, and, uh, and and made a fire and just went to bed that night. And um, we knew the next day we just didn't want to get back in the alders. We got wet probably 10 or 15 different times because we just didn't want to get back in the alders. And we mm-hmm. figured we'd go back and forth across that creek there. Um, so we made our way all the way back out to the to the main river. And like here again, we're at the actual crux of this yeah. whole deal. Uh. <clears throat> and uh, now we've got, you know, what, 100, 120 more pounds of meat and head with us. Um, you bring the cape out too? I did. Good. Yeah. So I didn't actually cape his head out there either. I, okay. I got that all done when I got back because I, I really wanted the kids to be able to see his, yeah. you know, his actual head and face mm-hmm. and everything. So, um, so we make it back out to the river and there was a series of uh, mistakes that were made. Um, so, uh, Andy had got his raft pumped up first and was turning around to come help me. And if anybody knows that Valley there, oh, there's shit. some pretty significant winds that will travel down there at points. <laughs> and, uh, man, like it's, it's raining sideways. It's like Alaska's just like pissed off that we just stole this treasure from its mountains. It just felt, <laughs> it was wild. But it's, so Andy left his rucksack leaning up against this, this pack, uh, up against the raft and as soon as he turns to come help me, a gust comes, and I see his, his raft just goes airborne. Oh man! Oh no! Like, and I, you know, it's kind of like you watch your your life flash in front. Of, like that's well, that's the only way that we have to get across the uh, the river right there. Yeah. So Andy, he's in super good shape, and he just takes off running. And uh, I ran for maybe a couple hundred yards, but I'm like, Andy's way in front of me. There's nothing I can <laughs> yeah. do here. It's best just to let let him go. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, 
so again, like I do the lazy thing and just pull up my binos to make sure he's good. Wouldn't you know it, like a mile, mile and a half down river, he was able to like smother this raft and finally jump on it. And (laughs) so it's far enough away that he deflates the raft and I can't believe it it didn't get in the water and just start going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Blown into the water and just like fucking yeah. see ya. Yeah. Well, <laughs> call um, the wife and be like, "You're gonna need to go get us another raft too." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was my worry. Like, what am I? Like, maybe Brett will fly another raft to us. All this stuff you is going to need to have my someone head. airdrop a shovel so I can just <laughs> dig my own grave. Yeah, right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been easy. Just lay down. <laughs> Holy shit. Man, so Andy finally gets back. He's, again, he's mad. And uh, um, at this point, so I'm like, Andy, I'll go first this time, dude. I got you. So I clipped my, uh, my pack into the, um, the raft, and um, I set off. And exactly what we were talking about, you know, how you, you got to dig super hard on those, uh, those rafts. Well, I dug a little too hard on one when I hit a little, uh, like, rapid part. And once you know, like I'm 180 degrees, I'm flying down the river the wrong direction. Yeah. And all I could think of was like, Brett, just stay calm here, dude. Yeah. And so I uh, uh, just did one like quick little just, you know, jab to hopefully get me going the right direction. And I, I had a little bit of water rush up and over and I was like, oh, is this it? And then thankfully it righted and I was going the right direction and then just started ripping again, paddling to the other side, hit a gravel bar, jumped out. I was probably knee deep, but it didn't even matter at that point. Yeah. I've got the ram to the other side and at least I've got, you know, <laughs> ram, uh, pack, raft, and then yeah. we've got and That's we've got just it, those rafts too. I mean, it's like a bathtub and you yeah. think like, oh fuck, what if it fills with water? But you got you're in it, your legs are in it, your packs in it. Yeah. That's like a lot of the space in there. You can't really get that much water in there, even Enough if it's water to sink. Even them, if yeah. it's brimmed right point. to the top, the you know, there's so much other shit in there, being yeah. your pack and you and everything else. You know, that's a that good point. You really can't get that much water in them. Yeah, and we've rafted across <clears throat> river sheep hunting before, and one of the things that's kind of like daunting is when you get to where you think you want to go, getting out of that boat. It and was trying not as easy to, as I thought it would be. No, it's not just a hop trying out to of the stop boat. yourself. Yeah, yeah. you got to get yeah. out of the boat, but then you, you're going to keep on floating. Yeah, you yeah. know, and you better hold on to everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really didn't think about that part of it too, but um, well, one of the things is like just don't freak out, right? Oh yeah, like, just stay calm. Same with everything. Yeah, just calm. <laughs> is that like down? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and <clears throat> so I get to the other side and I look back at Andy, and you know I've got the better raft. So, um, Andy puts off and he does the exact same thing that I did. He hits that re- little rapid part. I mean, the whole thing's rapid, but this is the, the more intense part. And same thing happens to him. He gets spun around. But when he goes, um, to, to correct, I see, um, I just, you know, it all happened real quick. He goes in the drink. Oh, mm. And the second he goes in, he goes in. It looks like, it looked like he, again, he had waterproofed his stuff, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of meat in there too. He was, um, the second he goes in, the raft is absolutely airborne again. And I see it. I'm, I'm literally looking at it, you know, 50 feet in the air, just flying. We never saw the raft again. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, so raft gone. Andy's in the water. He he initially went in and, and dumped over like over his head and everything, but somehow I, I see his head pop, but right back up out of the water. And he's got 
rucksack in hand. Somehow it's probably like 200 pounds at this point because it's, now it does have a lot of water right. in it. Um, but he's able to walk to the other side. No kidding. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Somehow. How far away from the bank was he when he went in? Um, so this was right where one of those channels, you know, kind of comes through right. right at the bank. But, um, I mean, probably 10 yards, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, I got a note to oneself if I ever deal with those rafts. I'm going to tie myself to it. Yeah. Yeah. Tie myself to the raft, even yeah. if it's like 40 feet of line. Yeah. So it's not like screwing with me, but it can't blow away and I can't lose the thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a good point. Too. <clears throat> yeah. Like I said, mistakes were made, but man, definitely learned a ton on that. But the funniest part about this whole thing was, and maybe not so funny, but um, my wife was parked up on the express. <laughs> Watching you guys. <laughs> Watching this whole thing go down. <laughs> She oh, she sends in the rescue crew, right? So my 13-year-old and my 12-year-old son come just sprinting down there. They were not prepared for this. It's, you know, 40 degrees and raining sideways, and they're running out there in shorts. And, uh, oh, my kids are awesome. But, yeah, they start, they grab, you know, part of the ram and, um, and you know, all the other stuff that we need help with and just helped yeah. us, you know, cart that sucker out of there. But, man, we had made it to the other side and – we were back. Yeah. So nice. yeah, all came to, uh, all came together, but what a, what a incredible experience. Yeah. Um, sounds like that pack was just not, or that raft was just not meant to be anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Andy has since purchased a new one for, uh, for Brett. And, uh, <laughs> so he's got some, a new hotness in the, uh, in the garage <laughs> now, but oh man, what, uh, what an experience. And like, what do you say to a buddy like that? Who's yeah. willing to sacrifice all that time and money mm. and effort just to, you know, go there and, and <laughs> just go on one of these. Take like, swimming, swimming lessons. Yes, yeah. <laughs> swimming and boxing lessons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, that's really cool. I bet it was cool for your kids running down there too, like seeing the Ram or at least driving to where you're at, knowing that you had a Ram and yeah. Obviously, they're they're avid hunters, so they're I'm sure they were stoked to see their dad's ram, and yeah, you know, yep. it's pretty cool. It really made the whole thing, and I like I don't even want to admit this, but it was like emotional seeing my kids running up there to me like that. It was a, it was just a cool cool experience. And what day know, was so. it when you guys hiked out and finally got to the truck? So we killed him on the thirtieth, um, hiked out all the rest of that day, and finally got back. Um, what is that then? The the first of September. First, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, they made it made it back there uh brett came over we, we kind of caped it out together i brought it over and showed tyler and um yeah got to that's show awesome quite man. a few folks so i guess overall numbers in in that area this year were were slim so i think last year success rates were around like 20 percent maybe but it sounded like as when i had brought mine in that only nine out of 120 tags had been filled at that point so wow I know that the last time that I went in there, I went into the fishing game, and not to knock fishing game any in any way, shape, or form, but I was like, this is where I'm going, and they're like, yeah, we just flew out, and there's no rams in there. We didn't even see any sheep in there at all, and I went in like three days later, and I was like, well, there's 20 rams, and there's like, I think I counted 80 sheep. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, huh, wonder who the guy was that was looking out the window of the airplane, or there's no way that... 80 sheep just moved into this valley in two days or whatever, you know, and 15, at least 15 rams that I would say, you know, right away were legal rams. Yeah. And I was just like, you can't always take that, you know, what they're telling you, you know, yeah, as absolutely. far as their survey goes to to heart. So that's just my my experience with 
it's getting easy, their it's numbers. Easy to and miss it's sheep from their airplane. Super easy yeah. to miss sheep from an airplane. And you know, I yeah, I was kind of like, shit, I'm bummed out. That sucks because we got like all of our eggs in one basket. And I was like, whatever, we're just doing it. And I was like, if we have to go further, we'll go further. And as soon as I got to where I wanted to be, I was like, fuck. I don't know what they're, how they come. They didn't see all these sheep, but yeah. oh my God, they're everywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, I got them brought, brought to the tax service yeah. now. And oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. She, go take them to skip. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Appreciate I finally quit dragging my feet and was just gave him his number. I was like, "Yeah, tell him I told you to call him. He'll probably take it." What? A, oh shit! What yeah. a cool guy, though. Oh my god! Yeah, did you spend the day? Yeah, down three there? hours Basically, down there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the cool part was is I brought my two youngest kid, or two of my younger kids, so my uh, six year old son and my uh, eight year old daughter, mm-hmm. and he's like just grabbing them around, like, "Hey guys, go look in the back sink there. Tell me what you see." Yeah. And my daughter comes back up like, "I think it's a beaver." And my son's yeah. like, "No, it's a rat." <laughs> Now it's a muskrat. Nice. Yeah, so like they're just going around there. They're seeing all like the ibex, all the sheep in there, and he's telling them all these little these stories. Yeah. What a cool! Oh, he cool is so dude. awesome. Yeah, just the salt of the earth. Like I plan days when I go down. I go down in the morning, and I know that I'm not going to be back until dinner. You it's know, back into town. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. I'm gonna learn a lot, and I'm gonna. He's just got a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, that man is. It's just unbelievable. Well. In, kind of cool talking about these same areas that you know I, I was able to take that ram and he's he's been all over he's like, oh, yeah, that. I oh yeah sheep right there yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah so yeah anywhere cool. anywhere that any of us have ever been he's like oh yeah i've been there and i've killed stuff there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah basically the mountain on the other side of the bowl that i shot that ram before i ever went in there he's like if you get up on top of that check under these rocks i should have a cache still in there <laughs> from like the 70s <laughs> Yeah. 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 That's cool. Definitely like one of I don't know, one of my like major mentors over the years. I'm looking for something here. I don't go down there and talk. So I go does, down there to listen. Yeah. yeah. So is your buddy Andy kind of hooked on living up here now or Oh, he really really is. I uh How much longer does he have till he's So he's a little bit further ahead than me okay. even. So I've got four and a half years left. He's uh, I think he's got 18 years in at this point too. So okay. he's real short time in is he thinking about coming up here? Um, he def he definitely is. Um, Has he ever done any of his time up here? No, he we hasn't, were, huh? We were uh, we were down at Col- in Colorado That's Springs him. together yeah. for almost like twelve years. Oh, so, really? Yeah, right yeah. on. Four Rams, God. Uh, well, that's that's, that's an him and Ian. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah, in like seventy one. It's all good to look. Oh, at that's nineteen seventy one. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You got to experience that, though. Yeah, it really is. Um, Man, like... Because not a lot of guys are able to come up here and go sheep hunting. I mean, obviously, if you're non-resident, you got to hire a guide, but able to come sheep hunting with a friend in in Alaska and... Get the, uh, like, the Get the authentic experience. The true sheep hunting experience. It sounded like you guys, you know, took... You guys had everything thrown at you. You know, water... Yeah, it was a full spectrum experience. Yeah. The only thing we didn't have to deal with was bears out there, really. Um, which yeah. I'm not going to complain about that. That'll come on some other trip, sure. <laughs> down the line, <laughs> it, it comes. Yeah. You, you know, you're going to get it eventually. Yeah. yeah, but for him and I to be able to like put our minds together and 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 really put the plan together ourselves after never really doing this before. And you guys had to buy all your gear, right? Yeah, yeah, packs, tents. 
sleeping bags, boots, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm ready for Alaska now. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you pretty much prepare yourself for the getting ready for sheep that's season. That's an expensive for, tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. Because I mean, when I first when I moved back up here after I got out of the Marine Corps, I just slowly accumulated stuff, you know. And I'm like, well, I can keep on using this, or I I got the essentials like the boots, the pack, and the rain gear were like the most important things to me. Yeah, and then like a good rifle. And that, you know, after that, then I started nitpicking my things and you know figuring out what I liked and didn't like, but just to get a tag and be like, well, I got to buy everything now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a funny thing too, you know, I've shown quite a few people this picture and and whatnot and you'll, I'll get like folks comment like, oh, I wish I could go up there and do this. I'm like, you I don't have anything special, man. Yeah. Like I had to work to get up here too. I didn't pay $20,000 to go do this. Yeah. You know, I bought all this, this stuff myself. I moved up here to to do this. So, um, anybody can do it. If I've heard so many people are like, Oh, you're so lucky. And I'm always like, Hey, lucky's got nothing to fucking do with where I'm sitting right now. This is all decisions that I've made and money that I've spent my entire life to get to where I'm at right now is not luck. Oh yeah. (laughs) My old uh, wrestling coach in high school would say the, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Right. Exactly. That's that's a hundred percent. So yeah, I'll take another one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's cool. So now you're hooked. Oh man, like that's all you're thinking about next year. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what a man, my wife said to me, like, "Oh, since you got one, you're done. You're, you're good, done. Right? What? What? <laughs> Shit. Absolutely. Just be gone. <laughs> it's like that meme. I don't know. I think it's some Star Wars scenes where they, they're like, "Oh, now since you're you're hunting and you got a, you know, like you got a bear, you're done, right? <laughs> and then right? <laughs> nope. We're just getting started. <laughs> yep." Yeah, but I certainly can't say like I went in there thinking, like, oh, I just want to get you know a giant ram. I was going to shoot any legal ram that I could make legal. Yeah, yeah. and it just happened to be that one. So, yep. No, yeah. that's hard. I mean, it's hard, and there's a lot of people that don't have the restraint to be like, no, nah, I'm not I'm shooting unless on. I'm yeah. sure. And especially now, you know, nowadays, it's just I think it's just a little more important to try to shoot, you know, rams that are at least eight. Well, that's what you guys were doing, right? a little right? older, you know. Sure. I mean, kind of, you know. Now, obviously, because I'm probably never going to kill another one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my la- my last Ram's a seven-year-old, and I knew he was a seven-year-old when I killed him, and that kind of, you know, I could have done things a little differently. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, make, you know like, that's it's, it's commendable because literally, like, I joke, but. There's people who repeatedly will just like kill sheep that aren't legal. kill sheep that aren't legal just to kill sheep. How yeah. many sheep pictures do you look at before? I, I mean, I I have um, a ton of pictures that I took out there to even look through with yeah. me, mm-hmm. so I could make sure that I uh, I was doing the right thing. I you know I have the whole guide downloaded yeah. on here. I brought a paper copy of the guide. Uh, that guide can, is, be- like, is better can, than what I we can used see. To you're like okay, there is. You're like. Looking through your scope, and then you look at the guide. And <laughs> yep. and look through the scope, and look yeah. through the guide. Okay, bang. That is not far from what actually happened. Well, that guy, the guide is actually much more helpful than what we used to have. Remember the the original? Like it was one page. Yep. In thing with like a sheep drawn like no doll sheep has ever grown. In the perfect. history of doll like, sheep, yeah, a perfect three hundred sixty degree circle, and they didn't come out that. And it's like. 
perfectly level look at perfectly it. Perfectly 90 never degrees, yeah. Get. They didn't yeah. come out that pamphlet until like a couple years ago, yeah, too. No, yeah. it was not yeah. long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And still, that. even at that, it's like, you're looking at paper, you know? Yeah. Looking at hundreds and hundreds, thousands of sheep is huge. Yeah. Just look at them, all of them, all the time, every chance you get. Mm-hmm. Look at them. And even if Count you're, and even if you're look not, at even if you're not aging... Even if you're not shooting sheep on age, which, you know, especially if you're a little less experienced, you shouldn't be doing, um, like paying attention to aging and trying to learn, like, what to look for. That's the first thing that I do with every set of sheep. Because it helps you. Every picture I see, I, like, zoom in, and I'm like, how old is that sheep, you know? Which is kind of, I mean, on the one hand, it's like creating a bunch of monsters because any, you know. Any picture you see of a sheep on Facebook, oh, how old do you think he is? How yeah. old is he? You know, it's like bad, bad. Like it was. Some well, point. and the thing is, is the older they get, too, you can never tell from a picture because no. majority of those ring, you know, there's not majority, but a lot of those rings are going to be buried in hair, yeah. or you know, anything yeah. that's like ten. There's like t- anything over 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever. Those are yeah. gone. Under but being hair able to tell the, the difference time. between like a seven year old to an eight to nine to yeah. a ten plus is is valuable. This mm-hmm. is the one he passed up on? Yeah. Let me see uh, that. I yeah, don't think I've actually dead. seen that one. Dead. Oh, yeah. Tipped out. Tipping, like... Yeah. <laughs> dead. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I left some rams in there that are shooters. I would yeah, have shot him right in the head right there. You're retired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Your, name, your name's Todd. <laughs> Todd. Yeah, that's a fucking That's a nice ram. ram. <laughs> so he's still there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, he'll win or kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a big bodied one too. He was beautiful. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt about that one. Oh, but instant, instant know, looks. Like, you didn't get the warm and fuzzy, like, so that you ding! know. Yeah. I don't know. You did the right thing. If you oh, you did for sure. Funnies, yeah. Yep. Hundred percent. I've got some yeah. other good ones too, but yeah, that's generally. <laughs> That's what they all look like. Do you have pictures of yours that you shot when he's yeah. bedded down? If I had to pick yeah. an average, you know, that was. Oh, boy. Good stuff. Yeah, that, that's a nice ram. How far away was he when you when you're glassing him? Oh, that was pretty far away. That's why I really didn't feel comfortable. That, that's that's me spotter. zooming in on my phone with the spotter at yeah. 50 power. So oh, Okay. Yeah. Still okay, still illegal. But yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. here's the actual video of. Oh, this might take a second to download, but I'll show you guys the picture. Here's just one picture of him bedded down. Oops. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're like, oh beauty, just stellar. That's a mature ram. It's like. Just beautiful picture too. Oh, just yeah. like mm-hmm. laying down, it's like nice chewing my cud. That's awesome. Relaxing. And he felt. And there was brushes below him. I can actually show you that too. Did did An- his name's Andy? Did Andy. he get it on video? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, you don't get a lot of that. You shot him with your three hundred PRC, right? Yeah, I took enough gun for the uh, <laughs> job. I believe <laughs> he definitely didn't move. Do you like that three hundred PRC? I re- I really did like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was just. I mean, Dead Nuts was, you know, 600, so what, I felt very What ammo are you shooting it. out of that? Um, it was the 212 grain Hornady okay. ELDX. I'm building one right now, so I'm just are curious, you? yeah. I absolutely, yeah, I really Which I can it. get those 212s. <clears throat> you can? I How have, much does that rifle weigh? I have quite a few of them right now, but... I had to go to I Black th- Rapids for uh, 
for a job, and on the way back, I stopped off at Granite. I think and they like had, six. They had yeah. two, six a couple boxes. Very nice. So it's good. It's perfect. That is by yeah, far the best gun store in Alaska. Yeah. They got some good stuff in there. Yeah. Cody Alls has like a lot of, I think he's an H- HK dealer now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where I got the Christensen from. Too. Yeah. Well, that's where I bought that one from, too. That 338 Opua. Oh, nice. Which, that was impulse purchase. <laughs> but that gun shoots. Yeah. Unless I'm shooting, unless I'm shooting her, unless uh, yeah, I still don't know what happened. Why it was because I shot it yesterday and it was oh like, no, huh. not that. Oh yeah, that's huh. the one. I was yeah, like, yeah, huh. yeah. it's like two inches low at a hundred. Like I don't know what adjustment was made or what, but well, the uh, the video's not playing great, but here it is. Just oh, hammered him. Oh yeah, good night. Just tumbled right into the alders right there. So. Yeah. That's a great 430 yards. Jeez. Yeah. That's nice. nice. Congratulations. So Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, well, after that, after Moose, you actually, you know, and I figured this would happen with the 40 miles. Why? Because after this sheep permit, we came back with our tail between our legs. I was going to, like, close out my, carib- my 40-mile caribou tag, but I'm like, yeah, one of these days they're just going to be all over the steeps and blast up there and get them, so... I, uh, you had gone, it was the day before you were up there. You sent me pictures, got a couple and I'm laying in bed at night. I was like, I got too much to do. I was like, yeah, it's like, I've got, I'm not killing anything this year. Well, it was funny to me because I had texted you and then all of a sudden you went like radio silent and I'm like. Is he just thinking about going over there right now? He's just doing about going. He's already driving. And then the next, <laughs> that, like the next text was, "I'm I'm on my way," or "I'm taking Jed," or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it late that, that night. I was like, uh, "How? Like, what do I got to get done before I can, you know, load up the four wheeler and get up there?" And I hadn't even made up my mind before in breakfast. It was like something that morning. I can't remember if I had a meeting that morning or what, but. I think I wrote. I think I wrote a story or finished the story I was working on. Then told Faith I was like, or Jed wanted to come, so I was like, "Yep, yeah, we're just gonna go up there." We got out of town about noon. That's all you have to do now. Now that Jed's old enough to go with you, yeah, just be like, tell him to get all his of, shit ready. I'm, son, I'm thinking about taking you hunting. And even yeah. if Faith's like, no, yeah. <laughs> you just tell him I'm thinking about taking you. And he'll know it's like nonstop until she's like, would you two just leave? <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, we had. Uh, so, yeah, we loaded. We got out of town about noon. And I just what I didn't realize because I'd been in been in that area. But I've killed caribou back in that area before, but usually up on tops of where you were at. Um, so we got up there and then I was. I rode one ridge line out and just glass and glass and didn't see a single animal. I mean, we're, we're driving up there. I'm like, oh, Jed, up there's bulls coming back. They're 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 around and got up there. And then I texted you. I was like, were you guys down at the bottom? Like, like, did you guys go over this way or that yep. way? And so we kind of backtracked and went down and we're just riding a, a trail kind of down a creek bottom and then went up another creek bottom and uh finally i mean it was like five o'clock in the evening at that point a couple hours of daylight and went below half a tank of gas i was like oh we better turn around bud and he was he was a great sport like staying warm and not complaining at all and it was not like the two of us easily fit on a four-wheeler together (laughs) 
<clears throat> so turned around and came back, and we had been coming back for five minutes. And there, I mean, there was all sort. Once we got up up in that area, there was all sorts of caribou tracks in the bottom. So they had been, you know, when you guys were, you guys shot two bulls in there the day before, mm-hmm. and so it's like, well, I know they they came through here, but coming back down, then there was you know look up and there was a caribou about yeah maybe 300 yards ahead of us like down in the down in the creek bottom and couldn't tell for sure if it was a bull at first and so it got a little driving in the creek got a little closer and then uh saw another one so shut the wheel shut the machine off and we walked closer and uh that one was definitely a bull and so uh i set the rifle up on that spartan that spartan tripod and it was that that fierce 300 but it's got a side baffle break on it and the thing doesn't kick at all. Yeah. And Jed's a good shot. Like he'll, he shoots grouse with his 22 off a tripod all the time mm-hmm. and has, uh, at the range shot, you know, like a couple of these like 350 legend rifles. And, really? I mean, like he'll, he can, you know, at a hundred, 150 yards shooting yeah. no problem. So get him lines like, you want to try to shoot this bull? It's like, oh yeah. So. <laughs> So get him set up on this rifle and look in and dial the power down. I'm like, all right, now you want to shoot the one, you know, this one. And I'm up, like looking to make sure he's pointing at the right <laughs> one. And because uh, I still wasn't 100% sure the other one was a bull. And he's on him and he's broadside. And it's like, all right, well, you can put your finger on the trigger and, you know, just take your time and squeeze. You know how to do this. And he's perfectly calm. And then he was just about to shoot, and the thing turned and went, kind of went in the willows. And he's like, I think I, he's just moving too much. I think you should shoot dead. And I was like, man, that's, you know, it was pretty impressive. A lot yeah. of kids just get so wound up, they think they have, they're have they committed to pulling the trigger yeah. as soon as they mm. get behind the gun or whatever. So That is impressive. The two bull, they were, there were both bulls, but the two went down, down and kind of in a little through those willows in a spot you couldn't really see him so we walked a little closer and set up and they were coming up the hill side behind and i shot that one and dumped him and uh that was that and went got the wheeler went up took some pic took a couple pictures drug him back down and got him kind of down there in a flat spot and then we're sitting there and and a group of cows and a big bull came through like they they had just been crossing from one hillside through the Down creek the to, the to the other, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a nice bull, and <laughs> I got on video. Video, he's like, "What if it attacks us? Can we shoot it then?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs> what if he charges us and tries to stop us?" Yeah. <laughs> well, he's probably not going to do that. There was two different videos of two different groups of caribou where. After that one went up, then you know another big group of like cows and some other some small bulls came through, and the cows were like walking to I mean, like less than fifty yards away. And he was getting a little getting a little nervous, but uh, yeah. If they charge us, can we shoot them? <laughs> <laughs> was so, that the first real hunt um, that he had been on with you? Yeah, for, for killing something. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was there with a moose, one of the, a little moose I shot down at the farm. But this was like the first get out there, oh, nice. really. And, and I've taken him bird hunting a few times this year, but no, that was the first big game one. He was he did great. He had a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to not ever killing anything again, pretty much <laughs> at a certain point. But no, he had fun and yanked the guts out of it and. 
two other guys happen to come along right at that point and so let me get the thing on the get me get the thing on the back of the just bring it back your hole yeah nice i mean i was sitting there looking i was like i had everything i needed to part it out and bag it but i'm like yeah then i got a ratchet strap everything all over the place Mm -hmm. and water and mud you know driving through all this stuff they'd just be cleaner just to bring it back whole and uh so that's what we did yeah let him drive across the first driving the four wheeler solo. Let him I was like, you want to drive across the creek? Because oh, <laughs> I could see it was you know about a foot and a half deep, and I could just walk across. Yeah. And oh yeah, it only took him. I did that that video. It only took him one time to be like, all right, Dad, try to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoop, whoop. I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, that's, that's awesome. So I got the keys to the truck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That four wheeler ain't got no gas. In yeah, it. <laughs> be a long walk back to town. <laughs> that that area kind of surprised me because you know I'd been used to seeing them up at the high ground, but they were yeah, that's typically not where you'll right there. Yeah, and I, mean, I didn't when we we just turned around that corner where the the trail and the creek kind of crossed there, and I just so happened to look to my right, fifty yards to the right. There's twenty caribou right there. So it's like. Dude, let's Guess just we're stop hunting. right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just stay right here. Usually if a group comes through, another group's probably not too far behind. Yeah. And uh, that's exactly what happened. So, yeah. I was just told today that apparently during the youth season, the beginning of August, there was thousands of them up there. Huh. They were all over the place. And then yeah. as soon as the youth season started blasting away, they were just like... Phew, Gone. Well, they've got. They've got to learn eventually. Hit the highway and turned and burned and just like went straight back to where they came from. They, you know, just started going back east again. You know, unless unless the whole unless a bunch of the herd is on the other side of the highway, you know, like over into Zone Four, like yeah, they got they got to learn. I mean, you can only be shot at by thousands of people so many (laughs) times before you figure it out. This is a bad deal. Yeah, I know that one we seen sheep hunting wasn't. They came running right up to us and never, had never he's, seen the Steve Highway. Seen highway before. <laughs> no, that's for damn sure. When is it open back up again? 26th. Yeah. Heard. Yep. Right on. I, I think, called the hotline today. Oh, the 26th. Yeah. I thought I was going to call too, and I just never got around to it. Have they yeah. like announced a quota yet or anything? Nope. They just said it's open the 26th. And they release tags on the 6th. So they open up tags. You can get your tags on the 6th. So on the a week s- ago. Oh, you can already you get can them. Get your tags now, and then. Oh, I should open. get one yeah. before they say no. we're done giving them out. <laughs> no, Faith wants to go, so we'll see if we can yeah. get it up there. If you've yeah. gotten I'm one sure during Carrie that um, first season, then you can't. You can't. Yeah, the not season. this year. No. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll have to get Amanda into it too. Yeah. Do you have a bow? Nice. Yeah. Do you bow hunt? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. No, that's another thing I've been kind of wanting to do, but I'm just too busy right. I was going to ask you if you wanted to do that this year. I, I do. I do yeah. want to do that this year. I don't know if I'll have time. Yeah. Maybe later at some point if we get a decent stretch of, yeah. stretch of weather. I mean, I need meat, so I don't care about... I got no qualms about whacking a bunch of cows. Yeah. I had to just, I had to buy a new freezer. Fuck Thank you, God man. I found I one. So you. did I. I hate you, ugly. <laughs> I bought a nice... <laughs> <laughs> ugly Russian. I bought a nice freezer. <laughs> I took a All shit. Oh, Russian's ugly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You brought a you bought a new freezer and then had to get. Oh yeah, I had to get another one because the thing piece of shit. New freezers suck. Where'd you get it at? 
Know, Home Depot or Lowe's? Or yeah, something like that. Spinards. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The warranty's gone after a year and they die in 366 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just need to find some grandma that's having an estate sale I do, and I buy gotta, a 1982. Like, that's what I have yep. right now. 150 bucks Craigslist. Nice. She's like, I don't know. I've been running this thing since the 70s. Like, yeah. I was like, I want that. <laughs> I'll be right over. <clears throat> yeah, five people will be selling it for $3,000, and then there's that one old lady who's selling it for 50 Yeah, they're yeah. moving. She's getting rid of everything. She tried to sell me a musk ox and a fucking bison, <laughs> all sort of mounts. Man. And the one, the musk ox was something Skip had done. I was oh, like, geez. You had this done in Salsha, huh? She's like, yeah, I think he did. I was like, Skip? She's like, yeah, that's where it came from. How do you know that? And I was like, because I know his work. I know that he, there's only one guy that mounts stuff that looks like this. Yeah. It's that good. She was selling it, huh? She, everything's gone. We got a divorce. He moved to Seattle, and I'm selling all this shit. Oh, wow. Come Jeez. on and get it. I was like, all right, I just need a freezer. I don't want those mounts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's yeah. the old, he was banging the neighbor move. When your mounts are getting sold and shit, oh, yeah. <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he come back, all his shit's gone. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Don't come crying to me, buddy. Yeah. It's your I freezer. Am- it didn't come with meat in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going whitetail hunting here on the 1st. Where at? Kentucky. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Oh, the rut will be rolling then, too. It's supposed to be, so. yeah. Nice. Do they hold, I, I don't know much about genetics and stuff in Kentucky Whitetail or There's any other state. Awesome yep. fucking Whitetail in Kentucky. I think the non-typical, like the muzzleloader world records from Kentucky. Just recently, too, right? Yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. No, Kentucky's an awesome place to go deer hunting. I've had this itch to get a nice, just fat, heavy mule deer, and I've been putting in points and... I want to go mule deer. Huh? I want to get a big mule deer. That would be Aren't cool. You, when are you going to Africa Did, to shoot tigers? Well, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. When um, is that? We were going to go, but obviously, you know, we're having we're pregnant, having twins, so that's kind of be kind of put on hold now. Is that so. a tundra talk announcement? It's that's a tundra official? talking. Okay. Yeah, we're having kids. So yeah, uh, were you? I thought you were going this. We're going twenty twenty three. Okay, yeah, right. So on. Um, we're going twenty twenty three. We're going. So we're gonna probably push it to twenty twenty four. And the and the outfitter we're going with was super cool. And he's like, "Yeah, you're good. We'll hold on to the deposit. You can go the next year." So. Nice. Get grandpa and Don't grandma worry about tuned it. up. Yeah. We already spent your money. You yeah. can come in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. But, yeah, I would like to get a nice mule deer. It's just, it's just kind of hard unless you go pay an outfitter in Canada to go or, you know, in the States. If you want to get a nice one in Colorado, then that's just a. Is that where you're putting Dude, the points? Yeah. You should yeah. go to where I went odd ed hunting in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, we saw a bunch of big mule deer. You don't even, like, I don't think you even need a tag for them there. Like really? white tails and have like javelina is a game animal, and white tails. Yeah, that's what. And I And they're just, all like they're all free range. Yeah. I mean, Northwest but, Texas got some huge muleys. Do they? Sure. Yeah. I just don't know a lot. I mean, maybe you guys don't know that much either. But I just don't know the regulations and how the point systems you are can set probably up in drink the beer while you're hunting too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we know a lot. Though. Yeah. I just well, I lo- know a lot more than I look like. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I'll talk to you off mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do I do would I would love to do something like that. But I spent 
12 years hunting mule deer in Colorado. So did we should, you? We should chat. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely talk to you. I talked to a, a, um, someone that lived up here. They they fly up here all the time and go caribou hunting. And I asked her. I said, you know, what's the best way to do? And she's like, well, just put in points. And and I was kind of looking at the the point stat, and it's it's around six to eight points right now to draw. A mule deer tag. Yeah, my, why just not go somewhere where you can just get a tag? Fucking yeah, I would, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Dude, well, I think, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a little more, I don't know how much it costs you, but we saw like five, six big mule deer bucks where yeah. we were odd at hunting, just tooling around, you know, and you can shoot them. Yeah. And you can have like five star accommodations. <laughs> yeah. Smoking but, uh, cigars at night. Smoking Shit, cigars and drinking Takate light or whatever. Nice, not Shiner Box. <laughs> not Shiner Box, which is ironic that I even felt like probably the only place I've ever seen this is at the Goldstream General Store in, really? Ala- in Alaska. No Big shit. time Texas beer. Huh. Interesting. But it's good. You can go to Texas and shoot doll sheep too. <laughs> no, I need to get another odd ad since the dude like baked jokes. my like baked my horns boiling the. Did he really? That yeah, there? I mean it looks all right, but it's not the natural texture of the horns. I mean, I got the thing like two weeks after I killed it, which you know only means the guy like and and like did a really nice job on the skull and everything. And like I talked, I talked to him about it. and I just don't think he gets what's going on. He's like, oh, it's just, you know, cleaned the dirt and stuff out of it. It's like, no, nah, those, like, the way sheep horns are is they, it's basically hair, layers of hair follicles. And when you cook them too hard, they start to separate. And so, you know, you boil the heck out of the skull like that. And it gets too much heat and steam. And those, like, layers of horns start to kind of separate. So it gives it, like, a really rough... um layered texture not like a smooth worn texture like you know any of these sheep have but so um funny enough when we went down to phoenix to go do this whole pregnancy thing um there's a guy down there he's i love how you put that yeah i know that's like the weirdest fucking thing (laughs) well we were doing yeah we're doing ivf so there's a guy down there he saw that i was down there his name's evan mckee and he uh he's a big hunter down there and he he shot some pretty massive elk and mule deer down in uh, Arizona, and he had just he saw that I was down there and messaged me, and I met up with him and super cool guy. He's like, "You're if you're ever down here, we'll go pheasant hunting, or you know, I could put you on some mule deer or whitetails or whatever." So yeah, super nice guy. So technically, when I saw you in the airport, Christine was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Where were you going? I wasn't going. Oh, he anywhere. was picking up his parents. Oh, that's right. I just you hang out at the airport, yeah. dude. You what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we saw we saw your buddy there. Yeah, your fucking St- big pal, Steve No. <laughs> I talked to him. I said, "My buddy's outside in the car. He really wants to meet you right now." <laughs> You're like, "Do you know who that is?" I was like, "I'm fucking leaving." And I turned around and walked out of the airport. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "There's only enough room in here for one asshole." <laughs> Which is funny because I would actually I would like I would have gone and said hi to Clay Newcomb. Yeah, well, I don't like, know. He's a, he I know is. him. He's nice. And I didn't. I can't yeah. pick these guys out. Of, I wouldn't even have picked the uh, Stephen out unless Connor said something. I mean, I just he's like party searching. Yeah, like <laughs> celebrity <laughs> radar was on. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just I was like, hey man, where are you, where are you going for moose? I was like, oh well, good luck, and just kind of left. So, 
I was dealing with my dad's bags coming out, and some <laughs> other dude goes over, and my dad's like, oh, yeah, there's my bag. And I was like, of course, the biggest fucking digital camo bag available <laughs> to mankind to buy. Some other dude walks up and grabs it. I'm like, yeah, that probably happens a lot in this airport. Camo bags yeah. and shit. My dad walks up to the guy, and he's like, could I have my bag back? And the guy's like... <laughs> Oh, this is my this bag. Is yeah. so, you know, I'm like, is this going to turn into a fucking problem? Are we going to have to pull underwear out of these bags to like figure out whose it is? <laughs> oh, man. Sure enough, we both have the same bag from Sportsman's Guide. <laughs> Sportsman's Guide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a riot hanging out with your dad. Oh, we had a good time. It was fun as shit. I wish he would have shot a, shot a moose. Is he going to come back next year? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's tough getting he's seventy six and it's tough getting into where we go. Yeah. Not an easy trek. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll good see. Good on him though. That's cool. Yeah, he had a fucking good time. Yeah, once you're there cool. you're golden. You oh know? yeah, exactly. It's just the in and out that are That's a nightmare. Yeah. It's even tough on us. Like it's a lot of shit that we're doing. To Enough get to, to where break we're an going. axle. It sounds like. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that was rugged. I looked at break it. I seen that. It's a root wrapped around the tire. <laughs> it ripped a fucking birch. Pop. Oh. Well, like pulled it, and then it just like wound twice, and I was just like, before I could be like, stop, stop. Yeah, <laughs> I just heard it. Pow. And I was like, oh yeah, that's fucking axle gone. <laughs> Ironically, I had ordered two axles, yeah. <laughs> and they just didn't make it as with us. They didn't make it to me as before we left. What, what was I gonna do? Fucking yeah, no jack, no way to like. It's easy to change the axle in your garage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even easy in your garage, but in a swamp, in fucking tussocks, mm-hmm. in knee deep water. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could have done it if we had to. If we had to, sure, but. It's a pain in the ass. You got it out, though. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Yep. We only got stuck like 35 more times after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's no exaggeration. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. At least the saving grace is we got everything out in one trip and didn't have to hang our heads and go back again for more loads of shit. Mm. Well, the only way you have to go back is if you have moose. And you're not hanging your head then. No. You're just like, yeah. Fuck yeah, guess what? I'm the guy going back to get a moose. <laughs> I will oh, say, 10 trips? I don't give a shit. <laughs> moose hunting is addictive, though. It's in its own realm of oh, hunting. It's, oh, it's, it's so fun. Yeah. It's so much yeah. fun. Don't get me wrong. I had an awesome yeah. time. You know, it was super cool. And I, you know, of course, I learned a whole bunch of new stuff. Yeah. You just fucking start sacking them as fast as if you get a shot. Don't fucking yeah. That's just what shoot our them. that's what our new deal is. Is like we have a like a you know, it's either his turn or my turn right. first. Mm-hmm. But it's like if it's my turn and I just can't get a shot and the bull's gonna get away, shoot it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or vice versa. Or run yeah. to or like run to the trail that do he's gonna cross and do. shoot it. Right. Yeah. You know, At especially if it's a down. good bull. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just can't, yeah. And possibly, like, the first ball, even if it's little, just fucking shoot one because it's here and yeah, yeah. we're just here get to get down. meat, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. But, no, it was... You guys process all your own moose, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I took mine to Moose Marty. I just don't Moose have... Marty? Is yeah. that a new... 
So he's behind. Is that by the dog pound? (laughs) (laughs) He's behind Fred Myers, Fred Myers West, and he just runs out of two Connexes, and he had mine done in a day. Oh, wow. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Moose Marty, he's right by the cigar place. Yeah. Serious. So, yeah. Yeah. Pack. Yeah. Is that the what it is? Pack. The rat pack. Yeah. Well, that's used we to be a were strip driving. club. <laughs> and it burned down. <laughs> so then they fucking got so, cigars and now they do moose. So, tra- <laughs> like, tra- I don't know if he told on the podcast, but Uncle, my Uncle Tracy had a story of some guy that they, they were, uh, I don't know if they were drinking there. They were obviously drinking somewhere. And the guy got told that he, that, they didn't think he was he was man enough to drive his airboat down airport way oh, shit, that's <laughs> to the lonely yeah. to the Hold lonely lady. <laughs> <laughs> I seen pictures. That shit just came up somewhere recently. Where the hell did somebody was talking about that? I know, a dude. Kelly Merle. He used to be. A, he's like grew up here in Fairbanks, and he worked at um, Young's Gear for a long time, and then he drove a. I don't know if it was a Snap-on truck or a Matco truck, one of them. Tool guy for a yeah. long time. I met him through Rob and Mike. He worked there for a little while. But he told he's the first dude that ever. Told like, you that story. 15, 18 years ago. Told, he's like, oh, yeah, we were drinking. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's guy's getting a Dewey in his airboat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> On airport way. <laughs> no, the other day we pulled, the other day I had the kids, we pulled through there, and there were some people sitting around in that area and Jed's like are they having a picnic <laughs> I'm like yeah. I guess it depends on your definition <laughs> if but. the picnic starts and ends with the 40s <laughs> fucking Colt 45 they are <laughs> yeah. bottles of rich and rare mm. <clears throat> they cut all them trees down yeah you well they knocked that? that one building down that was back there they just got too. rid of everything yeah. they're just i would assume they're just sick of vagrants people just like living <laughs> in the bushes there it's a good way to get it done they did the same thing over by um when you're leaving going towards north pole on the rich oh like, yeah right where all them like right, you can right come from your tanks at yeah exactly yeah. like they just level they took a hydro axe in there yeah. and just leveled like six acres you know where they're at now though is that yeah, that over, little pond over by uh yeah. brown jug fucking teeming in there oh man it is a that's been for a while there. there and then behind the farmer's loop dump. that's fucking yeah. serious though that one that connor's talking about over there by that gravel pond holy shit they got some stuff stuff yeah you get a certain point, like they hold, have somebody out there with a newspaper, and they're like, "We got squatters' rights here." You know, like we've been here since '83. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I drove by it. I'm like, "Holy cow! That's a that's like 15 tents out there." Just the other day, Carrie and I drove. It's the first time I noticed it, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Serious. It's not a bad spot. I mean, I got to give it to them. They they picked a good spot right by right, Brown fr- Jug, water, <laughs> Fred Myers, Costco, the gas stations right there. It's a great spot. Yeah, you can do your. They can ice skate coming up here real soon. <laughs> yeah, they had great bird viewing like all summer. <laughs> you can take your turn. You can take a shower sitting, in the you pond. Can, <laughs> you can take a turn sitting against the side, right in front of McDonald's, underneath the sign that says "Now Hiring." Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Shit, Walmart would pay you 20 bucks an hour to be a greeter, so. What's the new one on the radio now? The fucking weed stores are hiring people. $15 an hour. If you don't call in, if you show up every shift, 
and for you 30 don't days. call in for 30 days, we'll give you $3 an hour raise yep. after 30 days. And a bonus. And a bonus. Yeah. Just to be there. Just to sell fucking Just... drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck is going... Is there a fucking problem here? Is it just me? <laughs> And you're not going to get arrested. <laughs> you're not going to get arrested. Oh, and we don't do background un- checks. Unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much is Seekins paid for, <laughs> for, for mechanics? <laughs> Obviously not enough. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm going on, yeah, three months. Three months for an appointment. Broken leaf spring that I got duct taped currently. No. I just had my truck. I just sent my truck through there. Went in, had a new windshield put in. Of course you did. Got the rich. Got the freaking whatever. <laughs> I don't buy derelict shit from people on <laughs> Craigslist. No, this is a truck we bought from them. Oh well, that's your fucking deal, not mine. <laughs> oh, it's your wife's. It's your wife's truck. My wife's Maybe truck. you pissed yeah. him off. <laughs> huh. Even got the bumper to bumper service plan that you get There's, that you can't get honored because you can't get it in for four <laughs> months. There's certain people that really fucking piss me off, but I just smile and I'm like, "Yep, no problem." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know you need shit from. Them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> You're just like, Ugh. it's like you know they're the only show in town. <laughs> Like, oh, I can't get put on the list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know they all have a fucking list, too. <clears throat> That's funny. Yeah. Hmm. Well, apparently, if you slam on the brakes hard enough in my truck, the windshield could fly out and <laughs> kill people in front of you. What? So they <laughs> you have a safety recall? Already, yeah. Jesus. So they got me right in, and I was like, well, you might as well do an oil change and do this and do that. And they were like, well, wall, it's here. I was like... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yours is still covered under bumper to bumper, right? Yeah, fuck. It's got 6,000 miles on it. Yeah. It's fucking bumper to bumper for years to come, <laughs> <Yeah>. bud. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. They don't get any... Lithia's not even any, any better. They, I I went through three lifter exchanges, a cam, before the motor finally went out, like six months past warranty. And I uh. told them after the third time, like, hey, you need to replace the motor. Like, no, you won't do it again. Happened six months after warranty. They couldn't get the cam out. And they're like, well, the new motor is just the blocks, $11,000. Oh. And they're like, we'll knock off $4,000 for, you know, everything. So I'm, I'm like, so I'm left with a seven grand bill, bill for a long block. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Can they even get it? <clears throat> they did get it, yeah. Oh, this this happened last year. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I remember when you said that. I was pissed, yeah. yeah. Well, when I rolled the dice... And thought I was going to have to put a new motor in this truck. It was like, eee, like, yeah. did it go away? <clears throat> it I mean, it pretty it kind of, yeah. It sounds good to me. No, it. it I mean, it, it, especially a low idle, like it has a tap, like something's jacked up. Yeah. Um, but that compre- that cylinder regain compression. Mm, I mean, sure. running a bunch of like oil treatment, and I mean, Rob, like they had pulled the valve covers, and it was like. 
King Tut's tomb in there, man. It's just sludged <laughs> up like, like no nasty, <laughs> nasty bad. Like I bought this thing brand new and it has never seen an oil change. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. Like just well, fucking. It had to have been like whoever had that before you. Oh, oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never fucking did an oil no, change ever. No, I don't yeah. think so. <clears throat> and uh, there's only one way that it gets like that. Yeah, not change the oil and you know when I and. Hindsight, I, I have changed the thermostat as well because that was getting. I think they didn't change the oil and got it hot and baked those rings on that cylinder. Because yeah. over time, like you know, Rob was able to get, gain a little bit of compression on it, mm-hmm. and then but still was like, yeah, it's jacked. Like you need a new motor. And so I was like, well, I'll just drive it on seven cylinders yeah. while we're looking. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not going to hurt anything any worse than it already is, and. You know, I dumped the oil, retreated. I don't know how many times I've told this story, but yeah, you know, treat it, and eventually got got compression back in it, and and uh, check uh-huh. engine light shut off. Literally the day I was going to call and pay for a junked motor to get that I here. found, yeah, to to order it. You were looking for a motor for a while though, weren't you? Yeah, quite a while. Yeah. I mean, they were not. Those things not aren't just common. fucking hanging on a tree in everybody's backyard. <laughs> well, they're, no, they're, I mean, yeah. they're pretty, re- like, pretty reliable motors generally. And I, you know, but eventually, occasionally junked ones will come up that are like, you know, low, relatively low mileage. But yeah. still like that one was going to cost me like 5,500 bucks or 6,000 bucks to get it, to get it here. Jesus. Yeah. That's and probably duty. another three to have it put in. Yeah. Just the block or is it the whole motor? Whole motor. I'm but gonna, gonna, I mean, it's good. I've got like a... I've got almost ten thousand miles on on the motor now, yeah. and it's. I mean, if it was going to blow up, it would have blown up. Oh right? yeah, you're golden at this point. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, you know, it's not. I I don't expect it to last as long as it would have if it hadn't got jacked up. Because yeah. there's something obviously like not right that's with that tapping. Yeah. But at high RPMs, like under load, it sounds really good. Well. You know, back to the boat issue. So one thing that I didn't know um, and maybe made a pretty expensive mistake learning is those Optimax motors, uh, it sounded like Mercury had stopped making them in like 2018. Mm-hmm. So when I went to a couple of shops in town, they're like, man, your best bet is to put an outboard on that. So take the inboard out, you know, repanel the back and mm-hmm. put an outboard on it and you go to Reed's and Boat Shop. And, yeah, so I went yeah. there. Yeah, and then, you know, they were just saying, look, get an outboard for it. I called some places down in Anchorage, but then Compos was uh, was saying that they would look at trying to order a reman motor from uh, from down down yeah. south, but ultimately that's taken so long. It's it'll, it'll be a lot cheaper in the long run, I yeah. think, <clears throat> but because what is it? I think it was like 15000 to get a uh, an outboard motor and the repaneling done on the back. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. What, no, like and that's, in, and that's like, like not, and that's not bad. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. And that's not bad. Right. No. No. Because, I mean, you could, I mean, I don't know how many years it goes, you could expect to pay like 100 bucks a horse. Mm. Yep. You know, like, and depending on what brand too, you know, like, I mean, mine's a Mercury and it's actually, I've, I've been really happy with it. And yeah. they're, you know, and a Mercury... Sixty forty is like six thousand dollars cheaper than a Yamaha. Yeah, you know, so it, it depends on what you put on there too. But after no, spending he, a bunch of time in Rob's boat and a bunch of time in your boat, and I hopped in that boat we just bought, and I yeah. fucking ramped it up. I was like, "Holy <laughs> fuck, this thing rips!" <laughs> like nothing. It three of us in it only. Fucking one fifteen. Oh yeah, shit, man. Yeah, Hold on, really? <laughs> yeah. 
easily. You so can is, fucking it, is lose it one fifteen? Is it on one fifteen at the jet? No, it's not. No, probably like uh, eighty five or something like yeah, that. Ish, something like that. But but you I should still be. Enough. If you could fit a four wheeler in there, I bet it would get her up on step with yourself. He said the only four wheeler that's been in there was sideways behind the um, steering console on uh, boards. But I think I could drop it down, just like drop it down in, yeah, and then just pull on it to get it, you know, like drive it and pull it and drive it right out, yeah, yeah. Well, we should have access to, you know, still my dad's boats. So oh, we'll good figure, for that yeah, too. we'll figure it out. We're already talking. Look um, at a, look at us. Sorry, already, you know, fucking, already talking about already talking about getting our asses boats kicked shit. next year. Yeah. Um, I think I just sold my Ranger, my old Ranger. Really? Yeah. I'm just like looking at all That's these a hard trucks thing to and let go. cars and shit that I have, and I'm just like, <laughs> fucking Christ, I need to start liquidating shit. It's like I said earlier, you're like, that guy needs a bunch of guns. I was like, a guy only has two fucking hands. How yeah. many guns do you need? You know, I was like, Jesus, I'm like looking around, I'm like, I got a lot of rigs. Yeah. I got to, like, everything works. Everything works. I was works, like, I got to yeah. fucking get rid of some of this shit. So I was going to keep the Ranger and put a plow on it. But fuck, do you know how hard it is to find a plow for a ranger? Yeah. It's difficult. Oh, yeah. And so I went and looked at eight, not made eight for fucking rangers. grand yeah. to get a plow. Brand new or used? A brand new plow. Well, I can't find a used one anyway. Yeah. I've been looking all summer for a used plow. Can't find them. So I was like, I'd be better off to just sell this and it'd be easier to find a plow to put on my Dodge. Yeah. And you it's can't a find short- a plow for your new ranger either? I don't fucking know. Yeah, but not you don't want to not a used one. Yeah. No, hell no. I'm yeah. not going to put a plow on that truck. Yeah. I want to have two other trucks, you know? Yeah, shit that are trucks. Like junk. Well, for exactly. 8,000 bucks you can buy a shit truck with a plow. Well, you know. I think because somebody pulled out in front of me and they deemed my that 99 Ranger totaled. Yeah. They gave me 8 grand for it, insurance. They gave me 8 s- grand for that Ranger? Yeah. So, they gave me eight fucking grand for that truck because you can't find them anywhere. So they had to pay to like have one shipped up here on a barge and all sort of bullshit. Whatever the deal was, yeah. I was just like, whatever. Figure it out and tell Write me what me you're going to give me yeah. for it. Yeah. So they gave me eight grand for it. I'm going to sell it for thirty five hundred, and it's got two hundred and fucking eighty thousand miles on it. I yeah. bought it. I only bought it for seventeen grand. Jesus. In ninety nine, brand new. Dang. So I was like. Fuck, most people are like, well, vehicles are the worst investment you can ever make. I'm like, fucking it. I'm like one. looking at all the property that I bought and like all the shit that I bought over the years. I'm like, this truck could possibly be one of the best investments I've ever made <laughs> yeah. in my entire life. They don't make them like that anymore, though. Oh, Everything's no, they all don't. electronic and digital and yeah. the days of but trucks still, running 200,000 miles, are, I feel like they're long gone. You think so? I think so. Uh, everything's what? everything's electronic now. And, yeah, but that know, doesn't mean know, that. Man. That doesn't mean that the fucking engine is going to blow up because it's got electronic everything. Yeah, it is crazy that I climbed under there, looking under the dashboard, trying to figure out where I'm going to like pull wires to hook up a light bar. And I was like, the fucking gas pedal doesn't even go anywhere. It's just got wires hooked to yeah. it. It's like fucking mm-hmm. a like not like absolutely nothing. I'll be in the garage working on shit, and the truck will just be like. Gary's <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, Hoss oh, just logging on to Facebook to make sure everybody's doing all right. I'm like, I have no fucking clue what it's doing. Yeah. Seriously, it's like 
parked for hours and hours and hours, and all of a sudden it's just like, <laughs> it's like it goes through this little, yeah, reboot or whatever. I don't fuck if I know what it's doing. It's listening to you. That's what I say to her all the time. I'm like, you don't fuck around in front of this truck. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be pulling in here with handcuffs to get you. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. the good old ones like are getting expensive. Like, well, it's because I seen, people I, I know seen what like a 1979 F one fifty. Like, if one? I could, if I could pick, just a, a like, I'm gonna go splurge and buy a pickup truck. I want. I'd buy like a 70s. Yeah. A 70s F one fifty. Yeah. Single cab, four speed transmission. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to work on. Yeah. I had, Easy that to work my, on that. I mean, that's what I learned to drive. That was on. my first truck in high that's school. That's what my dad had. I love that thing. 1979 High Boy, Ford High Boy. Oh, they're beautiful trucks. Yeah, four speed like transmission. People want like fifteen grand yep. for them. That's now. that guy posted on Facebook. Yeah, fifteen grand. It was a clean truck though, super clean. But fifteen grand. <laughs> Maybe my truck's logging on, being like, "Whoa, fifteen grand for this." Truck. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, I even, I even missed my like my first truck was an 83 like short bed f-150 with a three a 300 straight six four yeah. speed transmission like i kind of miss that truck like, that would be a good little plow 54 truck. chevy three on the tree boys <laughs> <laughs> first car <laughs> fucking two-door sedan i miss that old truck the gas tank was right behind the seats so everywhere you went, you just smelled gas. Everywhere oh, you go, I had the two. I had the two. Ga- I had the two gas tanks. So where you get about halfway to Delta, and you got to switch them <laughs> yeah. over. I had an eight. What was that? It was an eighty-two F two fifty with the two tanks. Fuck that thing would pass anything but a gas station. Powerful <laughs> fucking truck. Yeah. But holy shit, that thing. You can just literally watch the fucking gauge going yeah. in the truck while you're driving. Yeah, bad deal. But that was one of those two two tank specials. Yeah. Trucks. I don't know. That was this morning's topic was need a bigger truck. And I was just like, holy fuck. Oh, Nick. I don't want a fucking bigger truck. Yeah, I don't know. This one, This I mean, this red one of mine gets like. 16 miles a gallon around town. Yeah. Like it does okay. It's yeah. not. That's not too bad for it. Of course, know, I don't have to is. drive every day for work and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it pulls your boat great, too. Yeah, it pulls my, I mean, my, yeah, my boat's not that big a. Fuck. My truck pulled, like, your pulled truck the fucking pulls the boat trailer. Too, yeah. And, it, like, I just pulled this boat. We just got with it. And I was nice. just like, oh, my God, this is nice. Well, that's probably something to be said about just fucking petrifying drives in the winter with what I've been running. <clears throat> just white knuckle wherever we're going, yeah. whether it's snow machines or a boat or fuck whatever behind that Dodge. Yeah, it is fucking scary. No matter <laughs> where you're going, trailer, you go to certain wrong speed and the trailer gets to wobbling and shit. And I've been dealing with just some derelict shit for a long time now, and it's nice to finally like have a setup that's I can just drive and not be petrified the whole time i'm doing it you know you can sell your ford and buy a new snow machine no i've got to sell the ford i got a topper that's coming for this truck no and idea. yeah a bunch of shit it's already gone that money's gone <laughs> <laughs> god who it was alaska fun center that wanted to buy that your bravo that off bravo. Of you yeah for there he offered me uh um bill Offered me six grand cash <laughs> for a Bravo. Yeah, 
And then he had two more out front that he, that looked exactly the same as mine mm-hmm. that had more miles on it. Um, I don't want to say that I saw that for, machine catch on fire. For but. sale. Oh, it's been on fire. It's at Darby's right now. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I got both my sleds there. He's put He put high facts on my... On my tundra yesterday, he called me up. He's like, ah, I don't know. You should probably think about doing the high facts. I was like, fuck yeah. I ain't buying rails. I'd rather yeah. fucking put high facts on there right now than fuck around with rails. So, yeah. had a little rattle that I was just like, I don't know, man. Change the chain case oil and see how much fucking metal's in there. Was there a lot? <laughs> I don't know. He say? just was like, I just put it, he's like, I just put it on the lift and I fired it up and ran that ran it dry and I can tell you right now you need high facts aside from all the other shit that you told me to told me to do to it. So yeah. he's like, but I haven't got to the chain case yet, so I'll find out. I need to change change my oil this year. But no, I mean I had Delta Power Sports go through the whole thing back when I had that weird power issue a couple of years ago yeah um i really ought to put some scratchers on there for the springtime it, yeah but that shit helps for sure don't get no the cable about ones. it don't get the cable ones no. why not because they just bounce too much there's not enough they don't dig yeah they don't dig into it oh but those other ones you fucking back up you forget and back up and you they just make ones that pop them right the fuck now, off instantly. now they make them so they back up with it so it's oh like, really yeah so they spring little back up with it yeah i've seen so many of them things break yeah, yeah. The original, like when they first started making them. Yep. The f- yeah, yeah. Did I've you, never had did any you problems. Get ready? Do you have a sled right now? Yeah, I I snow checked one this year, so I'll get it here in the next month. And or two. Uh, you mean you'll well, get you it like next year? It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what happened to fucking Albert. He got yeah. his. It was literally like was supposed to get it right around now, and he didn't end up getting it until fuck. I think it was like March. They already know? have a shift end date. of February. They have a maybe. ship date in November. Like November yeah, doesn't fucking doesn't They had that shit. same shit for him yeah. too, and he didn't like came and went. And he was like, "My buddies that I ordered sleds with, they got theirs." I was just going to say, my buddies gets his. He's getting his next. Or week. didn't they yeah. have it sitting there for months, mm-hmm. but they didn't have the computer, computer to, to put, put it in? in. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. What, what, what good is it to you? you? you the know? Renegade yeah. XRS uh, eight fifty. Okay, it's like a trail sled, so like a. Like an all-terrain sled, I guess. Yeah. You know? You've been ripping fucking... Connor does eco-touring. Iron, iron, iron yeah. dog shit. What do you mean? That's what you've been using. Oh, yeah. My my buddy sold me their old iron dog sled for for 6000 bucks. It had like 2,000 miles on it. That was 5000 bucks, And I told turned around and sold it last year for 6500 bucks, And Dang. I put 3,000 miles on it. Yeah. So... Winning stuff. Another good investment. So yeah, exactly. Expensive. It's like here, listing fucking. new, like yeah. good condition Honda Rancher, eight thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Shit's gotten weird lately. <laughs> well, last year was different because no one could get snow machines, so well, the used the used yeah. market price just skyrocketed. Yeah, you know, I sold to someone in in a village and dropped it off at Everett's Air, and that was it. <laughs> no yeah. shit. Yep, that was it. It'll go so, to rest. Yeah. <laughs> I think about it. I'm like, it's probably just sitting in someone's front yard right now, just waiting for snow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full of caribou blood. Mm-hmm. It's already been used twice to get, get caribou. Yeah. <laughs> and then dirt. Yeah. And the dirt. <laughs> the dirt. <laughs> Keeps on overheating. Why? Whatever. I've seen it. Carrie and I went down. This is like, shit, Three or four years ago, we went down to go hike up to Volcana Glacier, 
where you go where Arctic Man is, and you yeah. go back there, and then you hike, and then mm-hmm. go across the hang, the suspended bridge, and oh, you yeah. hike out to the glacier. And we get there in the evening, like Friday. She got done work, and we hop in the hop in a rig and drive down there. We get there, we set up in the dark, get a fire going, hang out, have a couple drinks, make dinner, go to bed. I wake up like crack a fucking light, and I'm like, "What the fuck? That sounds like sleds." I'm like, there's no snow anywhere. And then I fucking hear another one fire up, and I'm like, that is fucking straight up sleds. So I get up, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, looking around, you can't see anything. So then I hear them, like, both of them fire up, and then it sounds like they're going, and I'm like, maybe they got, like, weird exhaust on quads or something like that. And I'm just sitting there. I got finally I got coffee going, and I'm like watching and looking around. And all of a sudden, I see two sleds come out of like tree shit and like go get up on this ridge. And I'm like, two dudes on sleds just ripping through the fucking tundra. What time of year was this? Like end of September, first week oh, yeah. in October. No fucking snow. <laughs> fucking going i'm like well the snow line's up there if you go far enough and they go and i'm like so now i got the binos out and i'm like watching them and i can see like one dude in front of the other dude and he'll go until the fucking thing overheats yeah. and then they shut them down they stand around they're like walking around the sleds and shit and like seem like looking fuck pulling pieces of the cowling off and shit and then back on them again Wah! fucking dirt and mud and shit flying <laughs> sure shit man after like an hour they're into snow and fucking pew, gone no kidding huh? headed into the fucking mountains like, holy shit I mean, a if you guys. wait a week <laughs> it'll probably be snow <laughs> there's some guys here that'll take their their uh side by sides and pull their snow machines up i met a dude like an hour later can. from yeah. delta and he's like oh we do it all the time he's yeah. like i got a side by side in my trailer and we'll take two up then I'll come back and grab two more, and we go up a bunch of us. Yeah. That's some dedicated riding, man. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you could basically Which do I guess it all year Tok- I mean, if you really wanted yeah. to. Toke's got about a foot of snow today or over the last day. Really? Yeah. I don't need that shit around here, bro. Right <laughs> well, whatever, man. It's it's coming. We got, yeah. we got, it was almost four inches of snow we had at the house on Sunday. Wait, you have an expedition or Tundra? Tundra. A ton, what do you, you have a Tundra too? Yeah, mine's a 600 Ace and his is a 600 E Tech. Okay, yeah. I was gonna buy an Expedition next year because I just want a utility. Is that sled. what Nick, that's what that's Nick what, got right? Was and that's the, what yeah. Rob has too. Yeah. yeah. Now they have those 900 Aces, but I'd probably just get a 600 that's white what, track. Nick's got that nine. No, Nick has the two. Did he get E Tech? Yeah, E Tech. Yeah. I don't know, if but his is 800 E Tech. Yeah, 800 E Tech. Yeah. Heard a lot of good things about that 600 E Tech. Yeah, they're good <laughs> motors. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love it. The thing just rips. I like I like my Ace. I mean, it's I've yeah. had the thing for more than ten years now, and the thing. I mean, it's yeah. I take care of it, but mine gets like ten and a half. Mine gets like twenty miles of the gallon usually. Yeah, I get ten and a half for a two stroke. That's yeah, that's, with sled. That's yeah. fucking impressive. Yeah, but I'm not. That's not when I'm like just fucking ripping. You know, yeah. it's like just going. Yeah. So. But I normally pull a toboggan, and I have a box on the back and shit, too, so. Yeah. 
It's going to be ice fishing time. That's what I was just going to say, ice fishing time. I just drove by a couple of frozen over ponds on the Ooh, way here. I was yeah. like, Ooh. man, that looks like some sketchy ice fishing, but doable, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Go out on an alpaca raft and yeah. ice fishing. <laughs> <laughs> knock a hole in there. I've been here. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I was bumming Nick's stuff last year, so this year I'll have to, I'm all set up for myself this year. Just go ice fishing whenever I want. And you guys got after Lakers pretty hard last year, eh? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I've yet to catch a Laker. Although everyone I know that fishes got the Lakers. Got after some fishing hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> catches Lakers. Last year, I didn't have a snow machine, so I was like, I'm just going to pull my sled. on my. I put snowshoes on. I'm like, Whoa. I'm just going to pull it. A <laughs> big mistake. Man, big that's mistake, rugged. Yeah. yeah. Not a good idea. And Christina was with me. I'm like, well, we're already committed, so let's just start going. <laughs> yeah. 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 The sled you got, she can ride on, or did you get two? Oh, she she does not like snow machines. Really? They're just too fast for her. Well, you don't have to go fucking 80. Well, they do go a, like 12 miles an hour. She's more of a rider than a than a, a driver. Did you get a sled that she can sit on? Yeah, I can put a two up on it. Oh, right yeah. on. Yeah. When I first bought my free ride in 2016, I let her drive it. We were up the Salcha on a trail. I'm like, yeah, you can drive it. So I was sitting behind her and... uh my buddy's in front of us, and he stopped, and she got whiskey throttle and pinned it. And I had to reach over her and pull the handlebars over, and we went brand new sled. Had it wasn't even on braking mode yet, straight into the bushes. I'm mm-hmm. like, or in the the trees. I'm like, God dang it! And ever since then, she's just been terrified to ride snow machines. So, mm-hmm. but I'll try to get her on one. I'm gonna buy the expedition, and she can ride that one. That'd be a good sled for her. That shit's fucking sketchy, man. Especially reverse is the killer. Yeah, like when you get. You're like, oh yeah, and then you fall. It like you like it jumps and you and fall onto the throttle. Your thigh into the throttle. <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah. fucking full throttle. That lady out of my house there on the Elliot. I got a phone call. Oh, are you home? And I was like, No, I'm I'm about to be though. What's up? Oh, fucking Christy's fucking. I think her legs are broken and blah blah blah. And I'm like, What the fuck? I'm like about to drive by their house. Should I pull in? It'd probably be a good idea. And I was like, Jesus. So I pull in the driveway and the front door of the house. It's like fucking cold. It's like 25 below zero. The front door of the house is open. And I'm like, there's fucking dog. They got sled dogs and shit. They're just run- dogs running all over the place. There's a snow machine like slammed into the side of a pickup truck. Oh and I was God. just like, what the fuck is going on here? So I run into the house and she's like still dragging herself across, like towards the wood stove across the To get warm? To get over to the wood stove, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So I get her, and I'm like, "I don't want to move you too much." She's like, "Yeah, I think, I think one of my legs is broken, and the other one's pretty mangled up." She's a nurse, and I was just oh like, "Okay, gosh. hold on, okay, let's get you flipped over." And I was like, "I'm gonna start taking your snow, you know, get your bibs off, try, you know, without like moving you around too much." I was like, "If at all possible, I'll try to get your boots off, but I'll cut them. I'll cut your boot off if I have to, yeah. to get it off your leg, you know, and like right. get at least get you comfortable." And sure shit, she was fucking looked over her shoulder to back up, and she goosed it, and she fell onto the throttle, like, on her chest Ugh. and landed on it. And then as she tried to pitch off, she was headed for a pickup truck, and as she tried to pitch off, 
she fell off between the sled and this tr- pickup truck, and it oh. slammed her oh leg between the snow machine, between the like foot rail. Yeah, where you, like stand. It s- smashed her leg between the pickup truck, we like the wheel and tire, Ugh. and that rail, and it fucked just snapped it. Pow! Busted oh. her leg. And then right she off. crawled into her house. Well, she dragged herself oh. across the fucking yard, up the stairs, and That's into a the tough house. Girl. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Jeez. But. We got her. We got her to the hospital, and yep, sure shit. She was fucking mangled. Bummer. But it happens easy. Like seeing Carrie do it on my snow machine. Fucking dumped it right over. Mm-hmm. Like you touch that, and it just like if you're not braced for it, it throws you forward. If you're not thinking about yeah. it, and next thing you know, you're going full throttle backwards. Yeah. <clears throat> now these new snow machines are just you barely like you're saying you barely touch the throttle and you're going. Like there's no yeah there's no in between. Yeah, so. it's not like the old ones where you got to spool them up and yeah, right. Wait for your belt to catch, warm up. What's nice about a lot of the new, like real new ones, the four strokes especially, um, is you're fucking going a long ways. The shit, you, I love that you can just yeah. flip the throttle over yeah. and, and, grab and grab it on it. the front side. Oh. Holy shit, those that's fr- nice. Those first two weeks of riding are always the worst because you come back, you're like, God dang, why am I arms killing bitch me? Hands. Yeah, well, whatever, <laughs> yeah. just the whole like yeah. jarring all the time. Tell you what, riding back that care because we were like 15 miles back there, right back that caribou with my kid on the front of the four wheeler, and, and that. That 400 of mine's already kind of wide. Like, a lot of times, you know, I mean, riding by myself, I'll just stand up to give my hips a break. Yeah. But, oh, man, he's on the front there. I got back <laughs> to the truck and could hardly walk. They <laughs> see, yeah. he's like, Dad, I'm pretty sore. I was, I was hurting pretty good. And I was like, well, you didn't complain at all. I was like, man, I was hurting bad. And like, Son, yeah. you're sore? <laughs> you got to drive this truck home. Daddy can't even walk. <laughs> Gas, gas, gas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had to do two trips for that. Those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys just had one wheeler? Yeah. Yeah, we had that one. And it's a good thing no one. One wheeler, two caribou? One wheeler, two caribou. Did you hide one of your caribou when you went? (laughs) Yeah, well, you kind of know the location that I was at, but it was tucked pretty far back in there along the river. Yeah. So um, it was generally away from most. Sight. That's good. Because there was, we saw two, we saw a couple gut piles like right where it's like trail, mm-hmm. flat spot, creek, and there's a couple gut piles there. Jed found a pair of binoculars, which, sorry if they're yours, you're not getting them back. <laughs> they, oh, because he's like yeah. attached to he's them? He's like, oh yeah. He's like, it's my lucky day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said that? Oh yeah. That's hilarious. Oh yeah. Are they nice? So, they're Bushnells. Oh, I mean, yeah. like one side of them swamped. The last you know? time we went up there, I found that. That rangefinder, range yeah. yeah. People, people, just, I think people, 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 they're just like yep. people lose oh rifles. I, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> your little puffy thing fell off your mic there. Yeah, and that forty mile. No, uh, people lose rifles. Yeah, rifle. Like, yeah, all kinds of. Did that just hey, fall off? Yeah. Drop my caribou around this this I've spot. I've seen and this it spot. was like <laughs> sitting on, kind of off a little ways, but. Backpacks, caribous, not caribous, but backpacks, rifles, binoculars, everything. I've seen people post stuff about. Frank's refitting his mic. His mic floofy there. But I can't really talk too much shit because last year when when we Faith and I went in, she lost my beaver mittens that she had made me. She's not here. You can blame it on her. And then, well, she was she was the one that had them, and she stuck them in her cowling. That's weird. Putting this thing on there, per, like, real, yeah. sounds different. 
now. Yeah, it sounds better. That's interesting. You should have said something a long time well, ago. Well, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> should have, could Did you eat your caribou? Have you, ta- have you eaten yeah. it yet? Uh, we haven't eaten any of it yet, but it's, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't ruddy or nothing. Yours, smelled fine. It was too? just yeah. like two bulls running together. It was a yeah. young bull. I'm That's sure what, what I thought, too. It was just bachelor groups out there. They weren't chasing cows at the point. Yeah. So. I mean, that one, that one big <clears throat> bull after that came through was with cows, but, you know, no, nah, they were fine at that point. Yeah, I cooked up a bunch of tenderloins the other night. They were. I was pissed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, had the. I was like, all right, well, at least yeah. Now it's nice and cold. You know, I hung it for a week. And then like the last two days, well, and I got sick as a dog. I was telling you about it. Like one night I was in here cleaning guns or whatever after, after being at the range, my stomach started cramping up. I was like, yeah, I just must have yeah dinner or something. Went tried to went to try to go to bed and I didn't sleep all night like just my entire abdomen just cramping up like crazy. Jeez, hmm. didn't puke, you know nothing. And then pretty much yeah, like Faith had to go to work the next day, and I was like laying half conscious on the couch, with the kids just running around like crazy. <laughs> Finally, I was like, she's like, do you think I should? It's like, do I need to try to come home? I was like, yeah, you probably better come. <laughs> Because <laughs> I can't do like I couldn't even function till about five o'clock that night. Then that I could last get week. up and move around and like it was like twenty four hours before I could ever even eat anything. Hmm. And then like the next two days, my stomach it wasn't like actively hurting, but just felt super sore and yeah. like low grade fever and. Jeez. Anyway, so this caribou lack of game meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll teach you to fucking not shoot anything. <laughs> exactly. So, so then you know, Frank, like, some I still wasn't shit. feeling good, Stat. you know. But it started raining. And I was like, ah, well, it's like I can't do anything about it at this point. So it was a couple of days later, we cut that caribou up, and it just pisses you off. You get it, like hanging. It's nice, cool weather. You get yeah. a nice crust on it, and then it starts raining. Even if it's cold, it just like the crust just turns into slime. Yeah, yeah. But I did cut it up on the we like we just cut it up on the saw and like a bunch of big like the hind quarters and part of the front shoulders I cut in like three inch thick rounds on the on the butcher saw just for like roasts and you know cut a couple like chunks of steak meat out of it. Yeah, because that's what we're short on is steaks and roasts. Mm. That was a fun part of cutting up, cutting up our caribou. Is my thirteen-year-old had gotten practice, you know, up in the North Slope earlier, um, you know, in August. So he basically did the did one of those caribou himself. Nice. And I was, oh, no I'm pretty proud yeah. dad of that dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thirteen years old. It all up. Yeah, absolutely. Watch out. Very impressed. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Jed and Sadie, they were definitely. They're not to the point of being useful yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> They're wanting to help, so you yeah. know, like give them a knife and all right, hack on this piece of meat for a while. <laughs> have yeah. you? Have you? Did you try sheep before you shot yours? Um, once, yes, I did have it, but it's stupid good. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, did you eat it? Did you cook it out in the field? No, because oh, you just hiked it out that day. Because yeah. <laughs> we were so mad. Yeah. After mm-hmm. the way that that day went down, that we just crashed in the tent. Yeah. And I really did want to. That was the plan, but we rarely, like one time, I think, since yeah. I've been sheep hunting with you over all these years, like one time, Tyler's like, "Oh yeah, we 
build this fire and I'll get a flat river rock. And the fucking river rock blew up and hit me in the face. <laughs> I like, cut my cheek open. And I was like, this is lame. <laughs> it sucks. No. It was good. We kept going. We proceeded. And it, it is good. There's it something is. about it like eating it out mm, there. But yeah. we rarely, it's always like, oh, it's fucking pouring. It's blowing 50. Or like, you're just there's no, bu- there's, there's no nowhere time, to cook yeah. shit. Nowhere to there's cook like it, no yeah. brush or anything. You're like up high. and Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that one I was pat I was I had gotten him back to the four wheeler and like my it was when the the speedometer cluster is like the brain of that whole four wheeler. Is that your toe cram? Yeah, toe cram. And I had had a crack in the like the the cover and must have been when it was sitting there got moisture in there cuz it started acting all kind of cattywampus on me and pissing me off and I thought it like it was it was saying it was overheating but yeah. it was shut it off i was so mad i like walked behind some willows where i couldn't see my four-wheeler and cut a couple chunks of meat and like cooked them up to let it sit and yeah. cook them on the hot exhaust cook them on the hot exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> just cut them nice and thin yeah it's like those like that that whatever beef at sushi places where you cook it on the rock oh yeah mm. so the days of bringing the uh, cast iron skillet are over done mm. yeah Nope, no Filsons, no cast iron <laughs> fucking Griswold skillet. <laughs> no, I, I there's several times I'm ashamed to admit I did bring like a little frying pan back in the day. That yeah. broom dram right there, we cooked bits of him on the frying on a frying pan. That's Which a one? Not you and me. That that. Oh, one, this one right here. Yeah. Two thousand Cir- circus two thousand six circus. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. 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 Yeah, that caribou I shot last year, we we put it on sticks and cooked it up, and there's just something different about eating fresh meat out in the field. It's just which did phenomenal. you get that? Did you get that cape tanned? Yeah. Did it turn yeah. out good? My dad, we ordered the form, or we're gonna order the form this week, and then yeah, it turned out great. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna uh, better have. We're gonna measure it. Yes, you did a good job. <laughs> You've done it a couple times, huh? Oh, did you flush it and stuff? Yeah, well, it was my cape from the one I shot with my caribou. Yeah, oh, er, nice. I'm retarded. I've been drinking. It's the cape I shot um, with caribou with my bow last October. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then I was gonna, I was, I was gonna hike my caribou cape out, and I got about 200 yards, and <laughs> I said, "Nope, I'm out." Yep, I put my pack down, but I was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, Shock "Nothing." It. Well, then I shot that bull, and it was like 500 yards from the pickup, and it was like such a pre, like a pristine, perfect, mm, like yeah. pre-rut, but fully like whited out cape. Mm, yeah. I was like, I gotta cape this. I was like, I bet I know someone yeah. who would take <laughs> mm-hmm. this cape. Yeah, I think I texted you from up yeah. there because I had service. And yeah, I was you're like, like, hey, you want a cape? I'm like, yep. <laughs> but you have the mannequin now. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna measure it this week and order it. Oh, right. And, on. Yeah. Um, my dad's been out of town for quite a bit, so he just got back. So we're going to, well, I got to do the caribou, Christina's, uh, Kodiak bear, her black bear. What else I have to do? I think that's it. So three, I got to order three forms. What are you doing with her? What what are you doing with her bear? Just rugging it. Yeah. 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 My dad was going to rug his, rug his, but it was just so, his was a lot bigger. His was like six five or not six five, like eight five. Mm-hmm. So a decent Kodiak bear. Christina's was like almost eight, just almost eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hide was just so thick. 
and a lot oh, better yeah. than my dad's. Beautiful. My dad just turned it into a, a couch rug. Yeah. Whatever. But That's Christina's fine. we're going to rug, and her black bear we're going to rug, too. Nice. So. Did she yeah. get a pretty nice black bear? Yeah, she had never shot anything in her life. And uh, it's funny, the first time I took her grouse hunting, I was like, just put that little dot on the end of the shotgun right on that grouse. So she was holding it, she was holding it on her hip and had the <laughs> shotgun pointed up. She's like, yeah. She had, oh, yeah. It's on it. I'm like, baby, yeah, you need to bring it up like this. Or you got to fucking judge that fucker and <laughs> go from the head. Yeah. <laughs> fire. So, and you, you got to pull back on the pump. So as soon as you pull the trigger, it's another one in there. So she was, And hold the trigger when you bang, bang, slam fire that sucker. She had never shot anything. So we went up to the our bait stand and there had been a nice bear. We walked in on that bear when he was on the bait and... She was a little apprehensive about climbing up in the tree, so we set up a ground blind, and he circled, you know, for about an hour, and then came in, and she shot it at 14 yards, and oh, nice. ended up curling up in a little ball in these willows. I'm like, man, it just looked a lot bigger when I saw it, and then as soon as I stretched him out, I'm like, that's a nice bear. Yeah. And it was her first bear, and she, you know, you know, it's it's weird how her. that goes. Like, you see them when they're standing up, and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's nice, shoot it. And then you yeah. shoot it, and you walk up to it, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did I shoot a cub? Yeah. And then you start pulling well, them. Let me like, get this bucket <laughs> off its head. Pulling yeah. them fucking apart and shit, and you're like, oh, shit, this is actually a nice bear. It's funny, yeah. like, you, you talk about... <laughs> they look ta- really good with a fucking white five-gallon bucket on their head. You were talking <laughs> about how you listen to the podcast and, like, you take a lot of things away from it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a sled up there this time and try to pull it out on a sled. I put that fucker on a sled, and I'm like, didn't go an inch. Would not fucking move. That's a nice bear. It just was a heavy bear. Yeah. I'm like, and I gutted it. I rolled it back off the sled, cut it open, took out all the guts, and then still I was only able to pull it a couple feet at a time. Hmm. So just heavy. I don't know. Maybe I didn't bring the right sled, or I don't know. Maybe I'm just weak. I bring my snow machines. Like, <laughs> rap, rap. You can run them things in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> that was this year then? No, that was last year. That was last year. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. That was last year. <clears throat> oh, nice. Yeah. So. My wife got her first black bear when she was eight and a half months pregnant. And nice. We got, we got that one rugged out. That's too. cool. That really special That's bear. awesome. Yeah. Do you put her in for draws too? I did. <laughs> And, you know, I put my two, put two of my oldest kids and my wife all in for draws for everything, and, or just yeah, specific we're going things. F- all in, yeah, <laughs> all in, absolutely. And I put everyone in for that bison <laughs> hunt too, because I really that'd be really fun for one of those kids to get or the delta or the yeah, the delta yeah, one. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but then lo and behold, I'm the one that actually got it. I thought it would be like one of my kids or something like that, but hopefully next year I'm gonna. I know there's at least two other legal rams in there. So. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Oh, I'll just put in for it and gr- you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just, I, I still have hard feelings. GPS coordinates. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, well, shit. I've got five kids, so i got plenty of uh, opportunities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe pay for a plane to fly out there next time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, is it walking only, right? Well, no, you drew no. the, you, you you drew the second the second tag, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's it was it was motorized at that point, but okay. we had t- taken off on the twenty third. Mm-hmm. So you like there's some place you where you can pull off, but you you when it's up until the twenty sixth, yeah. you can't yeah. even. It's like park on yeah. the side of the road. That's yeah. It. The only place is uh, Charlie Boyd, I think, up until from the tenth until the twenty sixth. I think is the. Charlie Boyd is the only strip that you can can be used, 
anywhere in all of Delta. Is that the Johnson yeah. tag? Is that the Johnson Glacier? Uh, strip? I don't I think know. The char- it I is, think it's on the Johnson River. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It's on the, okay. what would that be? The west side? Yeah. Where the, yeah, I think that's west right. West side of the Johnson yeah, River. Yeah, yeah. It's up there a ways. But you can use that as well, even on the walk-in. And I should I should know this, but I was always curious, and I've never sat down to the research. If you draw the... If you draw the walk-in only, can you fly in and walk in, or it's just only straight walk-in? The only that's what I'm saying is you that could you it, could you fly could. in if it's before it's like ju- is it July 25th? No, I don't. Or think so. August 1st that no, it starts. No, it's it, there's August there's 9th. A, you because there's a certain the there's ninth, a certain I think. Uh, I, is that's not right? I want to say it's earlier than that because there's a certain date. Like I know guys have had the early tag. And haul, take four wheelers and haul like a drum with a bunch of food into a yeah. certain spot, and then you, and then they have to like ride bikes or walk whatever. Right, but e- even during during that whole walk in mm-hmm. season, you can use the Charlie Boyd strip. Oh, you can with that's, airplanes. Okay, yeah. that's the only one. But that's the only one that I okay. that, that I I think that that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you might say, need to get one of those like planes that pick up those banners. So they don't land. Just have them pick up your sheet That's meat. It. Yeah, yeah, it would worked out great. But um, I, I called some um, different transporters. Shoot, it had to been like three or four weeks after drawing the tag, and almost everyone was already booked out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it's yeah. quick, oh, like yeah. a couple of days. So well, you now, find out you draw that. Put, I mean, try yeah. to get a transport now. Rights Air. So Rights Air usually book up, they book up pretty fast. This year they're going to a draw system where you call in, give them your name and your info. And then here in November, they're going to do a draw to figure out who they're going to take in. Are you shitting me? No. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. And now the prices, from what I heard, and don't quote me on this, but I heard they're going up to 5,000 bucks instead of 3,500 bucks to fly in, depending on where you go. So $5,000 fly in, which you're going to be paying to fly in. Yeah, it's getting slim. But you know that might open the, the doors for other pilots to be like, yeah, yeah start transporting or, you know. Wow. But yeah, Wrights is going to a draw system to get. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I was just taking a piss. Yeah. Yeah. So I was telling these guys, uh, we called up this year to to get Wrights to fly us in next year for sheep. Because you like book in October for right. October first. October first is when they start taking reservations. So I called October first, and she said. Um, we're doing a draw system this year. I got your information. We're doing a draw in November. I'll let you know if you win or not. If you don't hear Jeez. from us, you don't win. Wow. Yeah. So. What the fuck? That seems so bizarre. Yeah. Why not just like take the first, <clears throat> however many people you know? Well, yeah, can that's how it's always call been. you in and yeah. just be like, sorry, we're booked. Sorry, we're booked. What? Like, I don't know. Sorry, you knew our day was October first. You should have fucking called. Like, we don't need to do a draw system. That seems ridiculous. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we put our name on the list just just es- in case. Especially considering overall the number of sheep hunters has gone down. Do you think that's because of outfitters? Of it because could be. Because outfitters are like, oh, we got forty people that we you, need you to transport you, can, over the course can, of like be. I can start talking about this. Yeah. So. I, I that's got to be the only that. Why else would they do something like that? So I, I'm not going to name any names or anything. But when we went sheep hunting this year, there's an outfitter where we went that has a deal with the transporter that we went with that they will they will not fly anyone into his use area. 
Yeah, that's we, not we, uncommon in certain areas. And we ran me. into a guy that he had shot of like a 42 or 43 inch ram in this area. The outfitter found out about it. The guy went back the next year and was buzzing him up. He was he saw him and would started buzzing up and down the valleys while he was hunting. The outfitter. The outfitters. Yeah, they're flying low and slow. I don't know, man. It's so, tough. It's tough. Tough deal. You get in these small communities where these outfitters have a big influence and they can. They have a lot of pull because they bring in so much money, and they they make these deals with these these transportation companies, saying, "Hey, I don't want you flying in my guide use area, but yeah. I'll push you other clients too." So it's just hmm. kind of like a I don't know, it's a shitty deal. So hmm. yeah, it is what it is, I guess. If only you could learn how to land <clears throat> on sketchy strips in a court, a matter of like a couple of years. Yeah. It'd be beautiful to get an airplane, get your pilot's license and do it. But it's like, it takes so many years of experience. Like these places to land are fucking sketchy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't just learn that in a couple of years. It takes years and years and years of like taking off and landing and like knowing what you can and can't do and what your plane is capable of. Hitting your mark. There's just like so much shit that... Yeah, I have respect for these guys. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Some of the yeah. shit I've seen some of these people do is I just I mean, even where we got picked up, it's fucking like... Fucking insane. It's like... Yeah, yeah. like to the thought of like trying to do it myself. Oh, <laughs> well, <no>. fuck no. <laughs> yeah, no. We're walking around like, well, I guess you can put a plane down here. Yeah. Can, like, yeah, if you could put the wheels down here, you'd probably yeah. be okay. 25 years of experience flying over and... Touching down and then taking off and then touching down again and stopping the plane. Yeah. Play a lot into that, you know? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. But once you do, I mean, there's a guy, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen that picture, that Cranker 46 inch Ram that was <laughs> taken this year. That guy's got his own plane. and I did an article about that Ram. I held yep. that Ram in my hands. Yeah. That's oh, nice. Freaking. Yep. Sickeningly big Ram. <laughs> <laughs> it is just a. I mean, in the the ram, the other ram that got shot with it, Alan has been. He's been on the podcast. That that ram is just as big, but he just was broken off on one side, yeah. and broomed on the other. Alan was the de- my. I knew an Alan since college. He's a good dude. He yeah. uh, he was a uh, he was a DJ at Mean Face Wedding. <laughs> was he? <laughs> yeah. Well, that second one carried the mass all the way yeah. through. Yeah, too. That nasty. Was huge. No. Yeah. It's it's cool to to know that Rams like that still are around and yeah. like those guys like <laughs> selfishly if it couldn't be me like those guys are guys that deserve to shoot That's Rams cool. like yeah. that. Yeah, but he's been hunting in that spot. I mean, I'm sure you've talked to him about. It. He's been hunting that spot for decades, long time. If you even know it's that spot, I didn't yeah. even ask because I yeah. Why even ask him? Why even assume? No. I know. Because well, I'd fucking lie right to any one yeah. of you in here about yeah. anything to do with sheep hunting. Yeah. I yeah. fucking hate people that ask me any questions I, about sheep I don't, hunting. I don't like. I didn't ever ask, and I don't ask people where they sheep hunt either, but I just stupid. know. I to just ask anything may, to anyone may, about It may be an hunting. area he's hunted before. It may not. Yeah. That's, I, I don't know, and I intentionally, like, don't ask, yeah. but... Mm. It's like, it, uh, you want to hear some fucked up lies coming out of my mouth? And like, <laughs> most fucked up shit. Like, so fucked up that ask me again in 30 seconds and I'll have no idea what I just told you, but I'll make something else up. It's even more extravagant than that. Well, it's like, and talk, it's well, see, so just see, stupid talking to, to do Jer- that and, shit, you know? See, and talking to Jerry, like, <clears throat> and, like, I totally get 
their perspective. Like they've seen it on an extreme level. I mean, we all know, like, I try to be fairly discreet on most of the stuff, like generalities on most of the stuff we do and where we do it, because like places up here will get, do get wrecked. Like it's kind of cyclical. And like those guys have seen it where, you know, like, those guys in particular would farm sheep, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, watch sheep grow up yeah, from... like that fucking ram right there. Like, <laughs> well, see, that that yeah. ram, this ram right here... Yeah. He told, he even told me, he's like, he's like, we, he's like, he's like, this is how obsessed people get. He's like, we saw those pictures. We figured out, oh, they said they landed here for lunch. We figured out their flight pattern. He said, we spent 365 hours in the air looking for that spot, and we found them. Yeah. He's like, we saw these sheep that were in there, and we're like, yep, that's the genetics. This is where they got them. You know, and he's like, people will, you know, just, and people will, you know, people with the means, which. People will lose their homes, their wives, their fucking pickup trucks. Chasing big, giant sheep. Absolutely. Chasing exceptional giant sheep. Ridiculous. Yeah. But these guys, like, he's like, you know, like, we would farm these sheep, you know, watch them come up from the time they're three, four years old, Mm -hmm. you know, picking which ones we wanted to kill when because they're old enough and they got the genetics and, you know, and then an outfitter finds it. Kills every single legal ram in there yeah. and yep. wipes out the entire, you know, I mean, wipes it out for years. Mm-hmm. It's like everything you're trying to do, to everything you're trying to avoid happens and it'll happen in like the course of two years. Like everything you've waited for for a decade yep. is fucking wiped out in one year, yeah. you know, two like, years. You know, and he said this, you know, this spot, there's a particular outfitter that, I mean, quote unquote, wiped it out, but they hit it during a time. Like he's like, I don't think they realize like what the potential is in this certain area because they hit it at a time where it wasn't at its maximum. Yeah, like, yeah. but still killed every legal ram in there. You know, in in these certain bands, and you know, just as far as like getting really big sheep, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, you know, and and I, you know, I try. I want to do better about it, and he. And I mean, overall, over the past few sheep, I've done pretty decent on age, but it was, it's, it's educational and like good to hear. Like, he's like, all right, we don't kill rams unless we think they're 10 years old or so Mm -hmm. or over 40 inches or like, you know, old and genetically inferior. Like they're never going to be, you know, like even though that one right there is seven years old, like that's a inferior ram. Like he's, he's never going to be big and he's never going to. Have yeah. offspring that are big. No, yeah. no, exactly. Um, so, but yeah. if you look at the amount of sheep that he's killed and the caliber of sheep that he's killed, you know that's kind of what got him to that spot, though. You know, I mean, that's not to say that it, that's not his first sheep that's been that big. Yeah, no. that was the he said it was his longest. He's killed yeah. another forty-six inch ram, yeah. but it wasn't that. Yeah. Big. But of course, like, you know, like knowing other people, like there's different circles. A lot of people know each other. And I think, you know, there's a lot of times when he would kill just legal rams. But I think that, you know, it was like they were not ever going to be anything real special or whatever. And everybody's a little different. I think the biggest thing for me is just to try, like, I just don't want to kill another seven-year-old ram. Yeah. 
I don't really have any business doing it, even yeah. if I got to pass one up. Yeah. Um. You know, I think one once once they're eight, they're living on borrowed time, mm-hmm. and once they're like nine or ten, they're really not. You're not going to get much more out of them. Yeah. It's not easy, though. No, it's not. Either when you walk 25 fucking miles. Or did he say more? Did no, he it's say not. What, or, yeah, well, just to get was? to where they are. Um, It was 12. It was t- <clears throat> definitely wow. 12. Fuck. Really heavy, too. <laughs> I wish I could see that <laughs> sheep. It weighs a lot. <laughs> I wish I could see that sheep. That's a nice sheep, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to say a nice sheep, it's an unbelievable sheep. Yeah, but I, you disgustingly gotta give, big. You got to give it to those guys. I got a buddy down in... That lives down in Chugiak that does the same thing. He's got a plane, and he'll he'll he won't go. He, or I'm sorry, he will go two or three years without shooting a sheep. Just just watch him grow up and be like, okay, he's not going to get any bigger. I'll take him. Yeah. You know. But but you're always gambling that chance that somebody is, else is yep. going to come in, yeah. or it's going to get eaten by wolves, or it's going to get an avalanche, mm-hmm. or whatever. <clears throat> you starve to death. You know, it's like yeah. There's just so many variables with these animals that. <clears throat> and having the means obviously makes a huge difference because if you're able to fly yourself in and be like, okay, well, the sheep that I was watching for the past three or four years is now dead. I can now go fly to this other spot that I know there's a sheep. And But that doesn't mean, I mean, if you look around your wall, that doesn't mean that you can't shoot sheep. So, But having the means definitely helps. Hmm. Yeah. But like you said, it takes you can't just go buy a plane and get your pilot's license and... Huh. No, sheep Wayne don't live. A, sheep don't live at the end of fucking airstrips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you do, I mean, that doesn't mean there won't be other planes there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's why so many of these places are just like these little podunk fucking strips that you can't even you can't even tell flying they're over not them. Even you strips. know? Yeah, they're it's, not even it's strips. exactly it's it. So no one in their right mind they'd be like, "Fuck that." Yeah. There's no way. But the experienced guy is like, "Oh yeah, I land there all the time." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'd better wrap this up, boys. Yeah. But good to make up for a little bit of lost time. Good to see all you guys. You too. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to do this a little more on the regular, especially now that it's winter. We got shit to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of pike fishing. (laughs) Yeah, going to become a fish eater. (laughs) Fuck that. I'd rather starve to death. (laughs) I fucking hate eating fish. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, I still got a bunch of black bear meat that I need to turn into sausage. you have moose still from? I got I got moose from last yeah. year. It's but just it's Carrie and I. Have mostly to, just I burger. Actually have plenty of moose. It's awesome. <laughs> like, mostly, well, it sucks, but it doesn't suck that bad. <laughs> mostly, just, mostly just burger. We're pretty much through all our roasts and stuff from yeah. last year, but got a yeah. caribou, so that'll help a little bit. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, going whitetail hunting, I'm gonna I can shoot a buck and three does. So oh, there you go. Are you taking nice. your bow or a rifle? It's a bow hunt. Oh, it's yeah. a bow hunt. So are you taking your trad? T- bow? I'm taking the easy button. <laughs> but no, taking good. taking that compound, and I might I might take my recurve too and try to shoot a doe or two with that. He's taking a, a crossbow. Crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're basically the same thing, right? Yeah. Well, it has wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Stir the pot. Uh, I was laughing like when we went out, we went out, you know, hunting together after you'd already killed your grizzly. Yeah. And I was sitting in the stand with, uh, or maybe we weren't even sitting in the stand yet, but he said, did you bring your bow? And I showed him that I brought my 
brought my rifle. He says, oh, you're just a man after my own heart here. <laughs> I'm, here I'm here to get the job I'm here done. to kill. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're not messing around. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, that should be fun, but do that. Always more killing. We need to go all go over to Africa sometime. Just oh, man, that would be. Take a couple cases of 308. Plug in. And just plug in baboons. Wait, just waylay yeah. yeah. stuff. Yeah. Last time I was in Africa, we had machine guns that were running around the Sahara with, so it'll be a little different this time. Yeah. <laughs> Shooting pigs. <laughs> Something yeah. like that, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Djibouti. Were you? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Sahara Desert in Niger a couple eat, times. Eating yeah. crowns over there. Yeah. Green ones. <laughs> Yeah, just the green ones. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed Tundra Talk, appreciate it if you leave a good review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. And uh, tune in next time. Thanks.